Dude, I, I'll say this. I mean, I think you took it like a champ. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I saw it, and I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, it could have been so much worse, right? Have you seen Have you seen that video that went viral, the, the dude driving the fountain powerboat? And it, it's all the chicks in it, and he's, like, throttling oh, it. Oh, yeah. And he just gets KO'd, like, yes. to the side. I mean, that guy's life, it's pretty much over, right? Because yeah. it didn't look good for him. Yeah. But to me, it's like you got, it was like getting smoked by, like, Tyson, and you just took a knee. Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> it was, like you kept it. You kept it together pretty good. I mean, yeah. for a violent fucking accident. And well, <laughs> now we know what I head. look yeah. like when I'm fucking completely <laughs> panicked, man. I had, I had, I, I've literally had enough time to say, "Oh shit!" three times. Yeah. That was it. That's what I had, man. My, but think about like, I mean, if you were screaming and like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Oil & Whiskey, an Ironclad Original. I am Josh Henning. I'm Phil Gerber. I'm Jeremy Gerber. Welcome to Oil & Whiskey, an Ironclad Original. Today's guest, in the flesh, right here, the owner of Autotopia LA, Sean Davis. Yes, sir. It's going to be a fun one. But first, like we do every time that we have an in-person guest, we like to give them and offer up them the opportunity to do their own on the gas. So on the gas, if anybody's listening, you shout out to a shop or a vendor or a company, a person, anybody that's like uh, doing some cool shit or give a shout out to. So Sean, who is your on the gas for this week? My shout out goes to my friend, Killer Mike. Um, he's a good friend. He's a kick-ass rapper. And he gave me a great shout out and him and Rogan got talking about the Autotopia LA channel recently. So I felt like I needed to return the favor. So Killer Mike, you're the man. Thank you, brother. I would call it even now. I mean, he, he shout, shouted you out on Rogan and you're shouting him out on oil and whiskey. I mean, yeah, you oh, might have yeah. the upper hand right now. He owes you, you can, one. I'm winning. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm winning. I'm winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, you owe me another one. <laughs> he's, he's big into the Impalas, right? Mike's big into a good handful of things. He's building a grand national right now nice. that that should uh, upset a few people because, like you guys, he's not keeping oh, it single turbo V six. He did not do that. It's, yeah. it's, it's just a regal at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a G body <laughs> now. Ruined it. But uh, yeah, he's he's super into cars. I I my brother had a '96 Impala that he planned on never selling because he thought it was going to appreciate and become very valuable. And he bought that car for twenty five grand, and about five or six years later, that car had eight or nine hundred miles on it, and uh, and it ended up getting sold to Killer Mike for a couple bucks less than my brother originally <laughs> paid for it. You win some, yeah. and you lose some. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, they'll go through the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming on. You watch the '96 Impala. That's going to be a big dollar car at some point. It's coming, man. It's, it's the coming. most comfortable. It had to be a collaboration with Lazy Boy on the seat. <laughs> I agree. Yes. I was going to say they modeled all the uh, reclinable movie theater chairs that you yeah. can buy yeah, off of that Dude, interior. We had uh, Brandon Berkshire. I remember working yeah. here for years, and I was always, like, busting his balls. He had one, and he's this little dude, this big Impala. And I finally got behind the wheel of it, and I drove it. You about fall asleep on the I highway. Know. Oh, yeah. I mean, That's yeah. Quit making yeah. yeah, it was just, <laughs> just too many deaths. Left and right. Could you imagine <laughs> if that car had the massaging chairs like oh, what you'd we have? Oh, you'd yeah. be out. Cooked, yeah. cooked. Red light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, shout out to Killer Mike. That's awesome. Yeah, that had to be. That had to feel pretty good getting a shout out on Rogan. It was cool, man. We had, we, you know, we had just shot Rogan's Nova a few months back with Strope, uh, Steve Strope's a pal, and and um, 
So Killer Mike, hearing him shout us out, cool enough, right? But I, but I'm friends with Mike. I've never met Rogan. So to hear Rogan say, I quote because I I watched it maybe three or four hundred <laughs> times. times. Yeah, and you know and word this for is word. word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But hearing Rogan say, "Yeah, Autotopia is a great fucking show." Didn't even refer to it as a channel, but called it a show. I was like, That's "We kind of kick ass." Now that means you've arrived. Yeah, I mean, you're fucking here, dude. So that goes into the uh, answer for when did you know you've made it? Yeah, yeah. When well, Rogan sit said, "Sit down, here we go." Here's right when now. it happened. Damn. That's pretty but good. He wore, seriously, he, that was bitching to hear that. You that's know? awesome. And he wore one of our T-shirts, and that's I heard that like throughout every single person I know. Yeah. That's all we got was yeah, a T-shirt. Yeah, send him some wearing. more. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see if it, you just got to keep making sure you get them bigger and bigger. Oh yeah, he seems I got to keep I expanding. I know what shirt he likes. I know the sleeve size. Yeah, it's everything. on a creepy level, dude. You need to yeah, ease stalker. <laughs> <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting a little weird. I'm glad you said something, <laughs> yeah. dude. I didn't want. I've just met the guy. I didn't want to uh, have to call yeah. about it. <laughs> You want to pour right. us up some tequila, and while you're pouring sure. it, how about I'll read the uh, description? You pour it. All right, All right. Jeremy will pour it then. Send it over. You're scared to pour. What do we got? This is this is like a growler, isn't that what they call that? Sure. This is a uh, Sotol. It is a Texas version of tequila. Sotol. It's the. Just hang on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work through it here. I'm listening. I had never heard of it either. Okay. Um, my neighbor. Shout out to Palatine Mike. Palatine um, Mike. His uh, brother-in-law is part owner, investor in this uh, kind of small little distillery down in Texas. And he kept telling me they're making tequila. You got to try it. I've started getting into tequila. He just brought up a bottle. Um, this is kind of their newer stuff, aged um, in oak barrels. And it's kind of supposed to be a blend of tequila and bourbon kind of flavor. Interesting. But it's made from Sotol, which is the native plant of Texas. They, I was going to say that. I was yeah, you? familiar with that plant. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever. What the <laughs> fuck did you say it's made out of? Sotol. Sotol. I'd never heard Sotol. of it either. What does a Sotol so, plant look like? Google it. I'll, I'll continue reading here. Yes, Our original product is a versatile and ultra smooth, smoother than any tequila, and makes the perfect margarita or ranch water. Damn. What we're drinking right now is a oak-aged, unique and intriguing, but familiar with the flavors of your favorite bourbon, thanks to virgin white oak barrels that it is aged in. Uh, launched. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So it's a um, Texas cactus, because that's a cactus. Cacti? Cacti. Oh. That's so are you allowed? To, to but are you allowed to call it tequila if it's not agave? Well, he I kept mean, telling me it was tequila, and then okay. it showed up. What does and it, it say on? It the, says Sotol. Okay, so, so there it's we not go. Tequila. It's not tequila. Right. It's, it's similar so, taste, similar. So it's its own thing, but smoother. Yes, I'd never heard of it before. Awesome bottle. Love the little. Uh, it's cool looking. Leather strap and bottle's great. I, I agree. I like the bottle. It that gives serious too. points right, in itself. Let's see if it lives up to the hype here. Well, that's got some pepper. Tastes more like bourbon to me. Yeah. yeah. I think the oak uh, barrels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, the, I, I usually good. drink like, like <laughs> I was running for your bottle of Clase yeah. Azul. Like, yeah. Unfortunately, Courtney Hansen cashed that one out over there. Yeah. Good that was job. a late night. That was that four hour podcast we were talking about. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. You guys <laughs> all went stumbling out of here. The first bottle and then we went into two more other bottles of other stuff. That was right when she got up on the dancing on the table. That was the part that <laughs> that's what they had. Yeah, that's yeah. when we were talking about the whole editing out thing. But yeah, yeah no, oh. definitely 
more in line with the bourbon. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like a little blend of something different. Not what I was, ex- not what I was expecting. Yeah, the, I dig uh, it. The tequila. It's interesting. Genre. If you don't like it, you can pour it the fuck out and drink something else. <laughs> it won't it's piss not. anyone off if I do that. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm really not good at holding on to bullshit. No, dude, <laughs> no if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah, it's not. Here, we can, I'll get you up. another glass. Or here, just push this one to the side. Swap that. You're going to have to swap that ice I'll ball. I'll take that ice ball, though. Light out ice you can even touch my <laughs> ice ball if you. <laughs> Your ball of ice. Go we'll edit all that out. <laughs> this big round ice cube you can transfer. So now we're going to try this one then. Yep. This is a really bitchin' looking bottle, by the way. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's good. That looking. is a uh, a gift from John Jackson, and oh, uh, oh. perfect. Like that is a gift from a photographer friend, John Jackson. Uh, big into tequila, and he's been uh, steering us a little bit. This is similar to the Clase Azul. Um, Got it. Uh, the kind of sweeter vanilla flavor. He said that's where I lean, man. Tequila. Yep, that's that's, that's the yep. ones I lean towards. I'm sure you've seen some of John Jackson stuff out there. Not stock photography. Oh, one or two photos from John. Yeah, <laughs> the guy that pulls up real quick, knocks out the best shots you've ever seen, jumps in his van and drives another 100,000 miles to the next shoot. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That guy. That's him. He's rad. He's a nomad. Uh, you pour yourself up some of that and see if you like it. I'm going to, and sorry to your friends down in Texas. Hey, I, I still have a 512 number, so I feel like I'm doing Texas wrong right now. <laughs> it's have, not for everybody. I have, yeah, the, Texas, got their own I have the roses of Texas on my arm. Like, I'm a Texas guy, but just I, I, I'm not a bourbon drinker. So. See, we're bourbon guys, and that's why we That's why you guys like more. it. You're, yeah, you're yeah. a purist. Uh, that's a perfect size ice ball for that glass. Yep. Yeah, this is... Uh, feeling a lot better about this already nice. if you strike out on that i think we got one more tequila bottle in that i can tell this is gonna be good we've got enough we've got the colors ice. right sean <laughs> davis like tequila sean davis is the founder of autotopia la autotopia la's storage there facility is a cutting edge automotive sanctuary in southern california that houses the diverse collection of custom and classic vehicles with meticulous care to learn more about autotopia la visit audio oh bleh. To learn more about Autotopia LA, visit autotopialacom and subscribe to their YouTube channel at Autotopia LA. You can keep up to date with Sean by following him on Instagram at Autotopia LA. Sean Davis, welcome to Oil and Whiskey. Thank you, man. Welcome, man. Cheers, guys. Cheers. It's, Cheers. Uh, it's really a yeah, pleasure to be here with y'all. Appreciate you coming out. Man. The short drive right over here. Yeah, you know, just just yeah, just took a couple. Uh, days <laughs> it felt like it today i swear that that you notice how travel like maybe i'm just getting old but it used to be get to the airport an hour early you're good it didn't take that long if you went early in the morning i mean this morning we left my house at what 5 45 yeah dude all day of travel i mean it took us longer to get out of the damn airport than almost than it did to fly here and I you're mean, it, and you're pissed off by the time you get wherever you're going to get. I, I'm a bit fucking annoyed. Plus, I smoke yeah. cigarettes. So <laughs> by tough. then, it's been a lot. I mean, you, I know you relate. So it's been a lot of hours at that point. You're starting to have the nicotine withdrawals. We've talked about <laughs> getting plane, really short with everyone. You plane know? travel a couple of times on this podcast. And it That's always. Worst. Yeah. It's a problem. You look back, like you watch some old movies and you see, you know, old Pan Am stuff. And you see like in the 60s and 70s. where <laughs> It was like, it an, was experience. like an experience. That was part of the trip. It was enjoyable. Yeah. And like it was everybody's in a good mood. You dressed up to go to the airport and you'd every. 
like nowadays, I mean, this it is, is the like, speech from the goods. It is. Well, nowadays it's like you wish oh, people really? would would dress up. You're like, dude, put you're in your fucking pajamas. Like yeah. Yeah. you're in public. Yeah. Yeah. At least put, put some jeans on. Like well, you don't have to dress up. Just get dressed. You know where they dress up, and that's on the shoes to yeah. not be able to get them off. That okay. is yeah. that is sweatpants and the worst attire up top. Knee high lace up. Knee high lace up individual bows. Like it's going to take forty five minutes. Like to you're get waiting in the security off. line. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. See, okay, we're going to go off on a few yeah, of these things let's right do now. It. So here's the other one that gets me. You're you're going through security, right? And you have a hoodie on. Yeah. Now, what if I only had a hoodie on? They want you to take your hoodie off. Did you know that? Like yeah. you have to, yeah. t- you mm-hmm. have to pull your hoodie off. Now I get it, a jacket. Like I mean, but now but aren't I about to walk through the detector? That's gonna. I mean, my hernia surgery showed up on. I'm not shitting you. My mesh showed up on a on a screening uh, like a couple months ago. But they're like, worried you're gonna you're, hide something. You don't think you can find something in my hoodie right now? I mean, I don't know. I that that annoys the shit. The whole process drives me fucking nuts. It really does. Right. Like I. Once I get there, like I said it to my guys today, I was like, ah, cool, we're finally here. We're rolling through Illinois, you know, and it felt good. To, the weather feels great out here. and yeah. it, It's nice to get here, but it's like, God damn, that's just such a pain in the ass. It is. Yeah, I strive for, like, max efficiency, you know, when I'm passing through that security line, and I'm obviously the only person. Yeah. Now you get in line, you get, you've got time to think about it. You know, you want to get your things together, get through there. Get done with it. It's so fun. Not, and we'll we'll get off of the yeah. airline trip. My biggest takeaway has always been, and I get it that, you know, from the TSA standpoint, they've got different ways of doing things on that stuff. That's fine. Whatever. But from the outside looking in, every time we travel, everybody that's traveling, it's their first time. And everybody that's working TSA, it's their first time. Because the rules change daily or hourly. So you, as soon as you're like getting ready, you're starting taking your shoes. No shoes stay on. Shoes stay on. Oh, yeah. We're not taking. And then as soon as you're like you're like, oh shoes on. No shoes are off. Yeah. Is it belt on <laughs> off? Is it what like oh toiletries out, toiletries in, like yeah. stuff. And then everybody that's traveling, it's completely their first time. They're coming through the thing, and it's like, what? So what do yeah. we do next? Is, yeah. Oh, so our bags. I'll just take. I'll take my bag with me. I'll take my bag with me. Yeah. No, the bag's got to go on the thing. Yeah. Oh, empty empty everything out of yeah. my pockets, not just the few things. Is that a gallon of water? jug yeah. in your hand yeah it's just my water <laughs> oh we learned today there's an amount of toothpaste that is not acceptable going through tsa by the way if you have a full size tube and it's actually full oh yes they won't allow it but what they did offer us was if we wanted to go back to ticketing we could go back and we could check that bottle of, of toothpaste that tube of toothpaste or we could, but they didn't have a trash can right there <laughs> so we were going to have to go with no this is something that happened today we were going to have to go back out of security squeeze it out then go back the whole it was like you Just know we'll spend the five bucks and get some new toothpaste man <laughs> yeah not to go off on it but because it, yeah. it is like i i I like traveling. I like going and seeing new places or places I've been before. Hell, I was just up in San Francisco over the weekend for uh, Grateful Dead. Nice. Not my thing. My girlfriend's cool a super hardcore deadhead, but it was pretty bitching, I got to admit. Um, now, that trip was easy. We went through Burbank Airport, and we flew out at 9 o'clock at night. It looked like there had been a bomb threat because we were the so only two people walking through security. That's my version of flying. You keep getting shout-outs on Rogan. You just fucking fly private next year. I know. Joe, Joe, come on. Hook me up. Keep throwing it up. Send the jet. (laughs) You know, speaking of private, I got a good one for you. We're doing, uh, you ever been to, are you guys, do you guys ride at all? Are you bikers at all? 
Yeah. I rode before I moved up here. Yeah, I got some bikes that I don't use them much, but a little uh, bit. Okay, so we did, I, I'm super into Harley, and, and we did Sturgis for the first time two years ago. Have you ever been to Sturgis? No, we keep no. talking about it. It gets brought up yeah. on here all the time. We, every year we're like, that we're going shot this show. Year. We're yeah. going. It's shot. so badass. I'm telling you, it's like, it's it's Mad Max meets Hell's Angels, but with like some some safety elements. Will you ride seat. from SoCal up there? Uh, did two years ago. This year, what we're doing is trailering our bikes up to Denver, um, and then riding from Denver over, and then from Sturgis, That'll we'll just fly back. Cool. But the only the only reason that prompted me to bring it up is I, I've only flown private one time in my entire life. So on the trip coming up, one of the guys that's going with us was like, yeah, don't worry about booking flights. We'll just meet at Santa Monica and we'll take my jet to Denver. Like, I like this. I, I like this a it's, lot. The it to is, have. It's the next level of traveling. Dude. We got, we got a great customer. He's a good buddy. He's got a ripper jet. And so we joke with him because we've flown on it a number of times. So when we're going somewhere, we're always like, yeah, sending them pictures. Yeah, dude, we're taking the public jet this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's game-changing, though, oh, isn't it, man? Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Just how fast you can get from A to B. Like, you cut out four hours of travel. Yeah, four or five hours every time. You really do. There's none of the bullshit. And God forbid you're late. They're, they're waiting for you. Yeah. They're not They're yeah. not bailing on you. You know, you don't have to worry about 50 people. They're over. Anyway, we're going to stay. get off the flying thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the moral of the story is fun. Like, make a really good friend that's got a really good jet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, Sturgis is, you guys should do it one of these times, man. It's it's, it's something to see. You know, you, you got a town of 9,000 people, and during that week, you get about average 500 to 700,000 people show up. I mean, there's, there's bars in that town that could house the entire town population of Sturgis these massive massive bars and they'll open up for 10 12 days that's their whole year they open up for 10 or 12 days and then kill it and they're done it's wild we were out what's a 410 yeah for sure (laughs) we were we were out there we passed through on a road tour and the town is cool as hell yeah love to go out to see the actual event yeah is it August August yeah coming up we're we're going out on the 8th and coming back 13th and uh, got a super cool crew of people going. It'll be a blast. I'm a little nervous because my girlfriend's about to do her. She already has proven that she doesn't really like riding on the back of the bike. So I just got a new one to try to make her a little more comfortable. I took her for about a 25 minute ride last week just to do a test run and, you know, go see how much better this is. Um, 25 minutes. It, it, she said, yeah, well, you know, it's really not that comfortable. And I don't like that whole part where we go through turns and stuff. And, uh, so I, I, I'm trying to prep her that, like, look, that was 25 minutes. We're about to do, from Denver to Sturgis, is about a six-hour on-the-bike ride. Plus, and it's probably going to be pouring down rain the whole time, and you're really not going to like it. And yeah. Be, get a slingshot. Yeah. That's you know, what you I'm get, get a slingshot. Like, like Josh did. You get a slingshot, and you put a roof <laughs> on it. <laughs> <you. laughs> <laughs> We're not going there. We are not starting you something new. You didn't really own one of those, no, did you? Absolutely. He's, he's rented them. No. Several <sighs> times. I've never been behind the wheel of one. Or in the passenger I think seat. It's, is it a wheel or is it handlebars? I don't know. Yeah, bullshit. I don't. You know more than <laughs> I do. Uh, well, I'll, I'll embarrass my brother here. My When they first came out, my brother, who, my brother owns some pretty rad cars. He thought the slingshot was a really cool idea because it was this new thing. Certainly right? sense a theme with your brother. 
Yeah, right, yeah. right. I, I, I shouldn't talk shit about him because he's really big. My my little brother's like two fifty five and like veiny, like the Rock and stuff. So, yeah, he got a slingshot, and I was the one that had to go pick it up at the dealership for him. And I found at that time, you know, technically they call it a motorcycle, so you're supposed to wear a helmet. And I was like, I wouldn't not wear a helmet because yeah. I'd be afraid one of my friends would see me yeah. driving down the damn street in the thing. <laughs> Yeah. Like full face with a head sock underneath yeah. and that's gloves that, on the that head. dude from Autotopia. Yeah, yeah. Like, YouTube channel just Wait, that guy, I thought gone. he was into cars. No. He came out of the closet. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Here we go. I'm bringing rainbows from California, by the way. Uh, well, we, we Jeremy made the comment earlier. We feel like we know you because we've watched, you know, uh, probably just about every one of your videos and stuff, but we've never, never like hung out and, and got to know each other. So take oh. us, take us way back when of how this guy's, where's your, what's your background? Like we were talking oh. a little bit outside smoking or whatever. Yeah. You've done some crazy shit. <laughs> well, I'm almost 60. So I've definitely lived some life. I, uh, you know, I was a working touring musician most of my life. I, I in and out of a couple record deals and publishing deals. And I thought I was going to be a rock star and, so 2011 comes around. I'm 45 years old. My la- it was my last year touring, and I netted a little over 30 grand that year. And I went. Good year. I don't know if I can go into my 50s making 30,000 bucks a year. Would you play um, guitar? Guitar and sing, yeah. And uh, so I kind of, you know, I I called it quits with music, which was hard. I went through a year of. It was rough, man. I mean, it was really rough, and um, and then I called my little brother. Back to my brother, <laughs> who he he's a he's an insurance broker. He brokers high risk construction insurance. I mean, makes a lot of money. And I said, "Teach me how to do what you do." I'm I'm tired of being a broke musician. And he's like, "Bro, my business would kill you in a week. You're way too soft." Um, <laughs> which is true. I I I I definitely. I mean, I've watched him work before. I like got five minutes around him. I'm ready to kill myself. And uh, he said, but you know what? I've got, I've got my cars sitting at my shop. They never get driven. They're sitting in dust and stuff. Why don't you go take care of my shop? Take care of the cars. At the time, um, Paul Walker and Roger Rodas were still alive. Roger was my brother's best friend in the world. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that, that day was, a, you know, for all of us, pretty rough one. Um, and so I used to work with all three of them. I was, like, placing cars and movies and TV and stuff like that, just you know, I mean, kind of anything to help offset the cost of their collections. And then after the accident, my brother started trimming back his collection a little bit. And, uh, and my buddy, Chris, who's a partner in the channel with me, Chris said, you know, why don't you let me help you put, or let me help you go into business with this place and turn it into a storage facility. So Chris and his wife, you know, funded me starting my business. And here I am seven years later with it. Typically, I run 100% full. Um, and about a year into the business, we decided, hey, man, we've got access to all these super bitching cars. We're hardcore into into what you guys do, Pro Tour. I mean, I'm half tripping out that I'm sitting here with the Roadster shop, guys. Because I honestly, though, I mean, you guys are a company I've followed for years, man. And, and so we started shooting Pro Touring and Resto Mod cars. And, you know, it seemed like seemed like most of the other YouTube channels didn't really give a focus to that world. It, it was either... A lot of JDM or mostly modern luxury brand vehicles, McLaren and Ferrari and what have you. No knock on that stuff, but it 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 doesn't give me a boner. I mean, like I I like 
you know, like I told you guys when I walked in here, I mean, Rampage and Road Rage are two of my all-time favorite custom builds, period. They're fucking phenomenal cars. Um, so that's, that's what triggered it all off. And it's been, it's almost like a series of accidents. Like I, I, you know, I really thought all I was going to do was music my whole life. And, um, in a weird way, I'm, I'm genuinely grateful that it, that I failed, you know, cause the, the people in the automotive industry, I'm, I've, I've made, I mean, most of my closest friends are all from within the industry and would you consider that failing though? You did it for a long fucking time. It was just a phase in your, not, not a phase in a bad way, yeah. a phase of your life. No, I don't, I don't mean fail. I don't mean it like, like personally, like I'm a failure. I mean, I failed to produce the result that I was shooting for. You know what I mean? I was shooting for, sure. uh, like my last band, it was called stone honey. And we, our first deal was a pretty big one. And we were supposed to be the second coming of the Eagles, you know? So, so you start setting, goals right i mean natural shit and and you either fail or you succeed at producing that goal i don't take it personally i mean i did trust me for a minute i mean i was i was a little fucked in the head when i walked away from music going now what you know and we were this close to it but but i genuinely am grateful that it failed because i i know i wouldn't know the folks that i do right now i mean the people I'm around, the cars that I'm around, the shit that I get to do. Dude, I drive, I mean, I know you guys do the same, but I get to drive shit all the time that I, like, I couldn't afford the insurance on these cars. Right. You know, and I get to do burnouts in them, and it doesn't suck. You take it for granted sometimes until, you like, things will hit you, and you're like, holy shit. Wouldn't you say, like, being in the music industry, you're up there, you're performing, you're in front of tons of people, that had to have, like, kind of, prepared you for what you're doing now though that experience must have made because you're like a fucking natural up there i mean i think that's what makes that's why i like the show because you're up there and you're just like you right you're, like, yeah. you're not like this dude some goofball and he's like acting you're like yeah it, i connect with it because i'm like eh, this guy's cool. pretty fucking cool and he's knows what he's talking about and he's personable and it, it seems like it works so thanks man had to have done something over the years from doing that oh I, I guarantee you dude the the I mean, I've said it to people before when the, when the camera gets going, I just feel like it's an audience watching, you know, and I stood on stages enough times. I mean, trust me, some of the gigs I've played before, it was like, you better win the crowd or you might get your ass handed to you, you know, (laughs) seriously. Like I've played places like rabbit hash, Kentucky. Have you ever heard of rabbit hash, Kentucky? Not. Yeah. I've been there and played there and and, (laughs) man, I've played some towns, dude. And sounds swanky. Yep. Yeah, Swank, yeah. Swanky mayor, isn't the word I would pick, but it sounds something. This is no well. bullshit. I could not make this up. The mayor of the town was a goat. Wow. I don't mean goat like greatest of all time. Like I'm talking about goat like goat. they had ferns in front of this stage we were playing on, and the fucking goat was eating the ferns. I was like, what's up with the goat? They said, that's the hey, mayor. Goat. That, sounds like a, that sounds like a fun town. Honestly. Rabbit Hash was uh, a badass little place, actually, yeah. That Dude, that's making Alabama thing. like... <laughs> drastically elevated. Oh, Kentucky's yeah. way worse than Alabama in every way. Really? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's way yeah, more country. Yeah, Josh is a Alabama, former Alabama resident. Yeah. Yeah. You can't give me shit about the Alabama being tell. from the South. But no, yeah. just Alabama. Oh, yeah, Alabama. But I guarantee we never had no goat as a mayor. But it does sound like a fun time. It was a fun little town. It was, It was. I mean, dude, I've, I've the gigging years were a lot of fun until they weren't, you know. It was... Yeah. You wake up in a town one day and you go, what the hell am I doing? Like I, I we're, it, it's wash, rinse and repeat was kind of like the lifestyle. You know, you, 
Because you can't just do a gig and go, all right, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. No, everybody wants to party afterwards, and you're only in town for one night, even though that one night lasts for years, you know? For them, the people in that town, that's their night. That's the one night. one night for you. It's like, fuck. I've always wondered about because I, you know, I, I don't have a lot of mainstream bands. I mean, but there's a handful of kind of like smaller bands that I really dig, and I see them in concert regularly. And you see these guys, and you're like, they're touring nonstop, and they yeah. don't really have much of a following. Like, damn, that's got to be tough, right? You're going from town to town to town. You're clearly not making any money, nope. you know. And nope. how do you keep like bringing the heat? These dudes yeah. are up there just bringing it every night. Yeah. And you're like. Yeah. Dude, if that was me, if I built like a car that nobody really liked, and I had to go tour it all over <laughs> and show it like every weekend, and, and nobody really, yeah, same right. car. and yeah, nobody yeah. really cared about it. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people that do that and really enjoy it, but for me, I'd be like, "Fuck, this sucks!" Like, damn, it, come on. It does. Let me tell you, dude. I, I've I've lived it. When you when you go from one night where you're playing like a festival and you're a total rock star, like people want to help you carry your equipment and your guitar and stuff, and then the next night you're in rabbit hash kentucky you know and a mayor is a goat that's eating the ferns off the stage in front of you <laughs> you know there are those moments where do you ever remember that movie um oh, come on how am i drawing a blank on it's the most famous rock movie of all time uh spinal tap yeah yes right so spinal tap was one of those movies it was a rule you do not watch that while you're on tour because you're okay. living that life you know and Got it. it's just not funny at all to watch it i mean so, yeah, funny life. It was it was a fun one. But going back to what you said, yeah, dude, it set me up. So now standing in front of the camera, I feel like I'm talking to an audience. Um, I mean, I you know, one of the greatest compliments I get is what you just said a few minutes ago, which is um, I'm just myself. Yep. It's not like, all right, put on douchebag for a second while the camera's <laughs> going, and then, and then I'll just be myself, you know. And, and I've met some of those guys before, sure. and it's a little funny. You know, it's a little weird, yeah, I would have worse. to say. Yeah, Especially absolutely. like you talked about, I mean, between doing a completely different form of content with more pro touring cars or harder muscle car, had an edge to them, stuff that enthusiasts and makers and builders were into versus, like you said, your more luxury cars and stuff that was... And then that guy always has that same accent, you know, where it's like the whatever Mercedes goes from naught to 60 and, and, and it's, yeah, don't it's that you don't want to hear that. And it's, it's cool. One, it's the cars that we're interested in and yeah. you know, the entire industry was, and you're talking, you're saying things like badass and that, and you're just describing it. Like you said, being normal, hundred like percent, that thing's fucking cool or hundred percent. I know right away too the, the car guys, I won't like, as soon as somebody says, it's got X amount of foot pounds of torque. I know we're talking the same language. As soon as I hear a guy say it's got X amount of pound feet of torque, I know uh, we're not hanging yeah, out. Yeah, dude, you can leave right we're now. We're not we're hanging just, out. Right. I, we're just not. Like, yeah. I'm sure you're cool, but we're we're gonna find shit we don't dis we disagree on quickly. You know what That's I mean? That's the aluminium uh, versus aluminum. What was your buddy? Uh, the break or uh, British horsepower? Oh yeah, British horsepower. So the, BHP Everything was BHP in law right. road and tracks. Like, oh, oh it's, yeah. It's 350 British horsepower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's another one. Brake horsepower. Is that really a, like, what the what hell, the hell is. is that? Like, does the horsepower change when you take your foot off the brake? Or? It was when it breaks. Like, that's the max horsepower before it's... We've had some brake horsepower. Yeah. Yeah. You put it that way, it sounds kind of cool. It does. <laughs> It was a thousand like yeah, brake. It made, force, it made yeah. a thousand if, it, if we'd have gone to a thousand one fucker to broke. You know? did, 
that today. first video, you're, you've you've got the storage thing up. You said it was in the first year that you decided to do the it video. It was, yeah. So you've got this thing rolling. You've just got a wild hair of like, I, we've got some cool ass shit. I know we can make some good content. Do you have? Are you watching other stuff? You've got an idea of like the format, or you're just like let's video <laughs> a fucking car and do it. We had no clue when we started. I mean, like, and people think like. I'm being humble about it. No, we had no fucking clue. <laughs> we truly had no clue. Like I, I, and the funny part was I have, you know, it's, I live in LA, man. I have friends that are editors and actors and writers and so many different people. So one of my pals who's an editor said, well, you guys shoot and I'll edit for you. Cool. Liked this idea. So we started building up a bunch of content. He never got around to doing the editing part. So I ordered up premiere pro and decided to just start editing and, I mean, that I don't know if you've ever edited before, but not an easy task to do, especially when you don't even know what the hell you're shooting for. Like, where do we start? What happens in the middle? I mean, it was so bad, dude. But it was, I remember the car, actually. You you guys um, you guys know Salvaggio and, yeah. and Speedcore and all sure. those guys. So we had shot their car, Tantrum. Remember that car? That the, one the one with the, the Merc- QC4? Yep. QV, what do you call it? That was a... It was the, the nine liter one, one that the big huge, the Mercury, the huge. Oh yeah, yeah I thought we were nine. talking about the GT. No, shut okay. up. They, I fucking hate you guys. They, these guys <laughs> fucking. I didn't say anything. Every, every because Silvaggio once posted a picture of him in a G in a Ford GT, right? So they have this thing because I like GTs. So they he doesn't rub, have one. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have everybody a that has a GT. They have to let me know that I don't have. I know I don't have a fucking GT. Yeah. Okay. I'll probably never so, have we've seen so many people that have them though. I know you have. Salvaccio's got one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that for sure. Wait, somebody should. We're gonna hit him up. I'm gonna email. Uh, sorry, him, well, I, know, I, I might know a little bit the, about that one, but I'll stay right. out of it. I, I'll just stay. <laughs> At out any of rate, it. the moral of the story is that the I moral do not of the story it. is right. that that damn car was where we accidentally happened upon our format. <laughs> Somehow I edited something different in that one. The video went fucking ballistic, and I went, "Let's do that again," oh. you know, and that's where it kind of. By the way, my little brother owns a Ford GT. Of course he does. See, now we're now <laughs> Honestly, we're yeah. now we're building points back up for the brother, right? I would say who doesn't, but you know he doesn't. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah, that's the one guy that doesn't. But well, then, at this point, it's so common. I don't even know if I would want one anymore. It so seems like the, it's like a, do they a do they do a kit where you can turn your Fiero into Stop a Ford GT? It. It. You can no. get the Testarossa. Well, you can get the Diablo. You can get the Countach. Can you yeah, do the? I hate you guys. But <laughs> they they we had. Uh, Lance, the owner of uh, Superformance, yeah. here recently. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you've done a, one of his GT. We shot days. a Have bunch you? of their oh, They're cars. fucking yeah. awesome, and they're I want great. one. I want one really bad. And talking to these guys, they've already ruined it for me because they let me know that if I get one, it's a replica. And I know oh, it's, it's not. Badass. It's, yeah, it's badass. But they're like, they won't give me the win if I get that. I still will get never. Yeah, even though it's a sick car, they're gonna fuck with me. About well, it because it's not a brand new. You could have a badass Chewbacca mask, but if it ain't movie quality, <laughs> you know, no. What, what if you had the 0506 Ford GT? Would that be 100? Well, Those are bad. That's ass. that's yeah. Ex- yeah yeah yeah. You can come on your roadster shop, dude. You can go buy Honestly, one of at this those. Point, I'd be fine with him having a Mustang GT. If he would just- <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the Fiero have a GT? I think they did. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they did. All right. Well. Anyway, yeah, that's yeah. just how they have them in Forza. You know, you could. You yeah, could my buy son's it. got them. He's got a couple of them. So yeah. your son has a Fucking <laughs> 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 Everybody has one. 
Uh, Those are really bitching cars. I love them. They are cool. It, like every generation of that car is just, it's just cool, man. It, there, there, they are. The, the fucking new one is so sexy to look at. Shit, it just like everything's perfect. Yeah, I would go to like Sabaggio's page, and I'm looking at pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Sorry, all right, we're off of that. Anyway, uh, what so, what year is this that you're getting started on the YouTube? When you when you're bringing out the channel, I've got that curious. was seventeen. Uh, okay, seventeen. Yeah, man, it seems like longer than that. I know it's, it has been a while, but sometimes it feels like it's longer than that. Believe me, man. But yeah, dude, it's it's we just clicked. December was five years since we released the first video, and then uh, started catching fire. Like the and when I say catching fire, relatively, you know, we're we're not shooting keyword rich stuff. It's not like you know. I mean, you had a '65 Mustang. You got to figure out something in the title and the thumbnail to get people clicking, right? And oftentimes that's why burnouts and donuts help yeah. a little bit um but yeah it, it 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 uh the first year i think we hit i want to say twenty five thousand subs something like that and i remember the one that hit us hard was when we got the plaque from youtube i think it was the end of year two two and a half in we got the hundred thousand plaque that's cool it was kind of like like for you know for a musician you get your platinum record yep. or your gold record sure. or something that's what it felt like. It's hanging on the off in in the lounge at my shop, and you screenshot and send a picture to whatever the middle school teacher is that said you weren't going to mount to nothing. You're like, fuck, fuck you! Look at this! Look at that. I got a hundred thousand. That's right. And you probably don't even have a Ford GT either. Yeah, Guaranteed, Sanborn. they don't. Yeah, Miss Sanborn doesn't have a GT. <laughs> no, fuck, you have a fucking car. Do you guys have a favorite car? Is 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 that is that possible to have a favorite car? Oh. I mean, it's t- you could probably have a favorite car from different from a particular genre, but an overall would be, I think that'd be tough, you know. Yeah, I'm the same way. I always I laugh when people ask you that question. What What's your favorite car? Like, well, for what purpose? Right, and it you changes weekly. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you get hair up your ass in this direction. I'm staring at this on eBay and looking for what you can do with it, and then it's all right. I'm gonna go this way, and I'm gonna go this way, and yeah, yeah. There's so much stuff that could still be badass. Yeah, the original car doesn't really matter all that much. It's kind of what you're going to do to it. Yeah. yeah. But I think we both share, like, a similar situation where you, you have the ability to get, like, experience them and not have to, like, desire the ownership. Right? You can scratch some itches. Yeah, because for us, we build a lot of stuff. You know, they're customer cars, and you get to you put four or 500 miles on the thing, you know, shaking it down, and it's like, yeah. man, it's now I felt like I got that out of my system, right? Yeah. I mean, granted, then a month later, I'm like, I fucking want one of those. <laughs> or it's the opposite of like, you. now you've built that one, but you've built it to such a high standard that you're like, well, fuck, there's no sense in building yeah. one of those because that one is... You're you not going to touch the that. top. Yeah. yeah. Which for you, you've probably, there's been things I'm sure you've either desired and realized, eh, it's not really for me, or things you're like, oh, dude, I got I to have one of those. Yeah, there's, I, I got a huge list of gotta have those. <laughs> Singer Porsche is one of them. There's, there's, uh, there's a Roadster shop car or two I actually really want. Damn. Telling you, for me still, Road Rage. Road Rage, because I love second gen Camaros. I'm, I think it's, I just think it's the coolest muscle car for me personally. I, that's my favorite muscle car. And I don't think I've seen a better second gen Camaro. And I know I'm going to off some of my friends right now that are going well fuck you dude one. mine's one. really bitching and <laughs> yes it is Vince, see if he can yeah. swing by tomorrow that'd be cool oh dude i'm sure we can get him over here he's like 
literally five miles down the road. Do you know the only time I heard that car run was when you guys rolled it into SEMA? It's the only time I've... Actually, was it even running? That car, I think... Yeah, that yeah. car at SEMA was the... Maybe um, I haven't ever Rampage, heard that car Rampage was not when we brought it to SEMA. Yeah. That was kind of... That was one of your, like, SEMA debuts. Yeah, yeah. That one, but the yeah. Road Rage, yeah, that thing was a ripper by then. Yeah. So when this thing starts rolling, you're getting, you're, like you said, you're, you're getting your plaque, you're getting stuff. When the first few videos, you're dealing with basically the cars that you've got in storage, right? And doing stuff on that? I mean, or are you just reaching out to people on Instagram or people reaching out to you? Or how are well, you getting stuff? Well, part of where we lucked out was Chris, who's one of the partners on the channel, owns that car, Vicious Mustang. Okay. So Vicious was, I'm pretty sure that was the first, wasn't that the, yeah. That was the first car we ever shot on the channel. Which it's a wicked car. It's it's a serious, serious car, yeah, and and so that's where we started out was with that, and I, I, you know, Southern California, dude. I mean, there's so many cars out there. It's it's not hard to go out to a Cars and Coffee or my friends network. I mean, where my complex is, it where my shops at in my complex. My neighbor's Dennis McCarthy, who builds all the Fast and Furious stuff, and um, you know, Strope's close by, Rod Emery's close by, Hollywood Hot Rods is right around the corner from me. Um, I mean, it's, you know, you guys know Southern California. I mean, the the car scene out there between the weather and the wealth, it's, it's bottomless on cars. So how do you handle that now in today's day and age when you've gotten to where you're at? It's the place to be obviously on YouTube for a car. How are you handling the submissions of like, you got to do my car, you got to do this and this can be awesome. I'm getting a lot better at saying no. And it's and and I still suck at it because I, I I have a tendency to be overly fucking nice and I wish I was more like <laughs> both of my brothers who have no problem just going yeah go fuck yourself, <laughs> um, but you know with with building the channel the worst thing you can do is when you see momentum start to plummet because the the algorithms and AI just on on your way down I mean they are kicking you on your way down. And so thumbnail and title is just crucial. It's so important that 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 makes people click, right? And so I'm always making sure what we're shooting is polarizing. And when it's not, I'll give you a great example. You you guys obviously know Icon, Jonathan Ward. Yeah, of course. We shot one of Jonathan's trucks with Jonathan recently, the the Thrift Masters they're doing, the old 3100s. I mean, those things are bitching, dude. They're on Roadster, or they're on uh, Morrison chassis, I think, right? Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. That no, he does. Yeah, Jonathan, he was on here, dude. He I'll just leave like, now. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you're allowed one of those. That's But, he, but he really, you <laughs> know, podcast. I mean, what they do is, yeah. I, I'm just going to blow by that real yeah. quickly no, here. <laughs> no, but what they do is fucking amazing. But that truck in a, in a thumbnail doesn't hit it. There's nothing polarizing about it, you know? And, and then in the title, it's not a thousand horsepower. It's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a stock LS three, you know? So yep. it's, it's, and that video, unfortunately is not doing good and it drives me nutty when something like that happens. So we're, I, I'm super select now more and more and more about what we shoot to, yep. you know, we put in a ton of work, dude. I mean, combined man hours for every video will end up being probably 30 hours per video, usually about 10 hours of editing and combined time it takes to shoot and that's not including when we have to travel and sure. stuff so yes, you need it to perform believe me we want it to work man if it's not going to i'm you know yeah it's i hate it. it too i swear i hate having to tell people no i just yeah. did it the other day with a guy that that has a um one of those factory 533s yeah um 
and he's stoked about it. And I, and it actually looked really cool. And I had to tell him like, dude, for us, anything earlier than 62, it probably isn't going to land on the channel. Just, just, so just doesn't pop anymore. Wild. Just to doesn't. Here and listen to this because this is 20 years ago with the magazines, 15 years ago with the magazines and dealing with, you know, they had 12 covers a year, right? You know, and you probably had 30 features, you know, and they yeah. were selling a magazine and they had to pick the car that was going to sell that magazine. Well, then print media, you know, is kind of taking a dive. Well, then we've got to, for 10 years where it's social media and there is no curation, right? Yep. There is nobody it's selecting. It's splattered out it's there. It's all out there, yep. you know, and now you've got a very curated channel that you're selecting cars and you're having to select a car. Like, yeah, your car is bitching, but the video is not going to do well. It's not worth, you know, it's not worth me doing. It's not worth the effort. It's, it's not. Just think about how, like, we've gone 15 years from having to even worry about, like, if it's the crazy wild. I mean, remember how long they wouldn't put white fucking cars on covers? Hey, I remember that. white cars didn't sell, <laughs> yeah. white cars didn't sell magazines. Yep. Makes uh, sense. Totally yeah. makes sense, though. And it's just, it's wild coming right back to the digital age, and it still comes down to the wild crazy. And it's probably even worse now because the, it's, it's not a static shorting. image. Yeah. You've got to have a thumbnail of something doing something fucking crazy. So it can't just be a wild, wide body, whatever. It better be doing something crazy. It's, it's got to be something polarizing. It does. Like, we never shoot tri-fives. Never shoot tri-fives. We did one recently because it's got a 712 cubic inch motor. Yeah. And I knew when I put in the title, 712 cubic inch motor, plus it's all themed around Evil Knievel. That was rad, dude. Even my, my son. That car's bitching showed it to me because he pulled it up and he's, he's 12 years old but he's yeah, like, that's oh. cool and we're not i'm not a tri-5 guy i mean we do them right it's a popular yeah. car but i was like oh fuck that's badass yeah but cars, i get it because it cars amazing. when you see the the thumbnail you're like that's interesting gotta it, check that out it makes you go click right it's it's yeah. the same it, it is exactly it's a digital magazine is what it is at this point you know and and if it didn't if it didn't cost as much time and energy and money as it does for us to do, I'd probably be a little like our, our first few years of doing it, we were shooting just everything, Whatever. you know, ah, you got a Shotgun garage it. beater car. Cool. Fuck it. Let's shoot it. You know? And now when I look and I go, wow, that video cost us money to make, you know, that yeah. sucks. That right. just sucks. Like I, I want to at least have it, it all self sustaining, you know, well segue in from that. And I don't know, how comfortable you are talking about it, or if you want to, yeah, the, the wreck. Uh, <laughs> I knew we were going to get to this. Yeah, I was well, going to ask you yeah. first. I'm like, dude, are you, sick, are, you, are, you, are you sick of talking about this? Well, like, no, I no, we got no, it, no, I'm fine. I'm dude, interested. Seriously. From we fully. need the clickbait. I don't. I don't want to <laughs> obviously to make light of the situation at all. Um, you know, glad uh, you and the owner are, are okay, and yeah, but at the same time, from the marketing and the business, the pragmatic side of my brain when I'm listening to all this of what's going on with building the channel and stuff. At yeah. what point when that's happening? That out. At what point did it click? Because you're a businessman. Yeah. You're you want to be successful. Yeah. What point did it click? You're like, man, this, I'm hurting and this sucks, but I know we got some content. You, you it, and I'm not trying to be crude. No, nah, dude, you, no. Bro, you're good. You one thing you'll figure out with me quickly is I just I, I got no I got no bullshit in me. I I I just say it as it is, you know. And so that one, we actually didn't have a plan of making a video out of it. But our our editor at the time, he he does he still works with me at the shop. But he was editing at the time, and he said, you know what, dude, 
I think we can make a great video out of this. And he said, here's what I want you to do. And the video you see is what we did. He set me up in the shop. I narrated how that day went. Yeah. And we found it. We, we, we figured, I mean, and believe me, I knew as soon as it went up as sick as some people are out there that can't turn away from a train wreck. Yep. It's going to go fucking ballistic. It's our only viral video ever. We don't create <laughs> viral content. Um, most of the people that watched it didn't actually watch anything except Other for the, the crash part, right. you know, but we, but we felt like it was an opportunity within our community to actually make a difference. Cause I can guarantee you, I, I'm willing to bet money on this one. I'll bet you guys have all been in cars that have harnesses before and have put on your lap belt only. Yep. Or maybe not even the lap. Yep. Right. Cause you're just cruising down the road. If you're going to get after it, of course you're going to throw on the harnesses. We were just shooting our roller shots. Our roller shots were, were basically speed limits. So that was point one, right? Now, yeah, believe me, dude, I get in a car and I don't care if I'm going out the fucking you driveway. I'm in. putting on the harnesses, you know? Hmm. Um, I had a Mustang when I was a kid that made a whopping 300 horsepower and the accelerator used to stick on it all the time. You kick it and it dropped back down and life's good. So when he told me his accelerator was sticking... I related it back to that, not like thinking that, that I'm in a 1,300 horsepower car, you know, 1,300 horsepower sticking at 2,000 RPMs. You might want to pull over, right? And it was a series of those, like, I felt like we gave a great lesson to people in complacency, you know, how easy it is. To, I smelled fucking brakes on the car. And I even said, as we were dropping down the hill, I was like, yeah. God, dude, I smell a lot of brakes right now. And he said, yeah, but look, the car still stops. And we stopped. Like, Okay, yeah, we're good to go. I mean, probably should have pulled over and checked shit out, you know? But the other thing is, too, I'm not a mechanic. I don't work on shit. I, I won't even change a battery on a car. I go grab my neighbors to change a battery. Like, I, I hate doing what you guys do. I mean, like, despise doing it. I like what you guys do at the end part of it. You know, so all of these things. But that's the average enthusiast, I would say, too, is the guy like me that doesn't wrench, that that maybe didn't think through any of the things that we did. And we felt like it was an opportunity. And believe me, I've, I've had people like Jim ring was giving me shit at last SEMA. He's like, you know, I can't even pull out of the damn shop now without everybody saying, put your harnesses on. Cause he's the one that test drives the cars when they finish them up, you know? And he was joking with me about right. it, but I don't know. I thought it was a great opportunity to make a difference in our community. Oh, I, and yeah. Did we gain a shit ton of subscribers oh, from sure. it? We did. And, and that video is, by far our most profitable <laughs> video. Especially when you cannot stop the people from commenting their opinion on exactly what happened, how it happened, and how it should have could have been prevented. Yeah. Dude, it's, and I have heard, I mean, because I actually, believe it or not, I read the comments. I Now, do I read them all? No, I think that video is over 30,000 comments now sure. or something. I mean, it's bonkers. But I've read... A fuck ton of them. And I've responded to a ton of them, mostly being nice. Plenty of them, you know, some version of go fuck yourself, <laughs> um, you know, like, and sometimes even worse. But, you know, it's, it's, I'm in touch with what's going on with that video. And I felt like I still stand true that I felt like we made a, a, a difference in our community. Cause I can tell you friends of mine that have come up. Hey, dude, check out the interior I just did on my car. I added a harness bar, and I have harnesses in my car, and I put them on. I regularly tech. People don't ever tech inspect their cars. Guys like you do because you guys are, it's what you do for a living. Right. You yeah. build vehicles, you know. I'll bet you I'll bet you, you guys have clients that probably 
have never changed a battery or a tire or anything yeah, in their lives, you know, and they, at best, they send their car to you when it's time to have an oil change or a service, but are they regularly tech inspecting their cars every yeah. few hundred miles or whatever, you, you know, whatever you'd recommend. When um, did, when and how did you let the owner of that car know that you were doing that video? You're like, it's either this or I'm suing you, dude. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. let, me, let, me, let me do it. <laughs> Which I didn't do that. Right. <laughs> Believe me, I had people going, you know how, what you, like, yeah, 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 I, I get it. I, I took the insurance money and it paid for my dental work and, uh, you know, a few other things. <laughs> but uh, so, so uh, you know, we made the video and we sat and watched it and I, and I called the guy up and I don't even know him. You know, we, I, I had talked to him on the phone one time and then I met him the day we shot the video. So it's not like he's a close pal of mine or something. But I did call him and say, hey, look, we're, we're, we're making a video out of this. You know, we feel like there's a great opportunity to make a difference. And he was actually really cool about it. I think he might've gotten hurt a little bit once it went live and people were just saying horrible things yeah. to him, you know, yeah. all, all the things he should have done, including yeah. like, why didn't you just do a quick backflip and spin the car the other direction? And yeah. like, yeah, that's what I was thinking when the fucking throttles hang in and the brakes are yeah, coming you know. in. Dude, you've seen Fast and Furious. I mean, of come course, on. Vin right. Diesel can wheelie every fucking car in the world, yeah. man. Yeah, so it, 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 I mean, he didn't seem like he was rubbed wrong by it, though. You know, I've talked to him a couple times. He even came up uh, to the shop after that video was live and hung out with us for a day, and we were talking about how we were recuperating from our injuries. And Dude, I, I'll say this. I mean, I think you took it like a champ. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I saw it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, it could have been so much worse, right? Have you seen have you seen that video that went viral, the, the dude driving the fountain powerboat? And it, it's all the chicks in it, and he's, like, throttling oh, it. Oh, yeah. And he just gets KO'd, like, yes. to the side. I mean, that guy's life, it's pretty much over, right? Because yeah. it didn't look good for him. Yeah. But to me, it's like you got, it was like getting smoked by, like, Tyson and you just took a knee. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, it was, like you kept it you kept it together pretty good. I mean, yeah. for a violent fucking accident. Well, now we know what I look like when I'm fucking completely panicked, man. I had I had I I've literally had enough time to say oh shit three times. Yeah. That was it. That's what I had, man. My, but think about like I mean if you were screaming and like Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. Bad. Dude, there's there's this oh my god, you're so funny. There's this crew we shoot with there and hang out with these guys. They're called Hood Muscle Cars. Hood Muscle Cars is a bunch of black dudes from uh the Crenshaw area. They're extraordinary in that they're, they're still very Crenshaw, but they're all very successful guys. They own multiple muscle cars and stuff. And it's funny you say that because when we were down there recently, one of the guys was like, man, I got to tell you, you took that like a champ. He's like, if that was me, he said, I'd have been going. Ah! <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, we were just coming back from uh, Columbus and Josh is driving them in the back seat of the truck. And he starts like stopping quick, and I jump. I'm like, oh shit, 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 shit! Oh yeah, that one was close. <laughs> so it wouldn't have been good for me because I'd have probably been that fountain dude. That game over. Yeah, yeah. I think I uh, honestly, I think I just. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck are you gonna do at that point, dude? You know, I mean, it's the. I don't know if you've ever been in that position before, but I because I've I've only been in uh, one other car crash in my life. I've thrown down a bunch of motorcycles through the years, but that was always me being a jackass on sport bikes as a kid. But, you know, when you 
when you see bumpers coming up on you real quickly, I mean, there and you're in the passenger seat. Yep. There's yeah, it's gonna be the worst. No control. You can't do anything. There's nothing you can do. I mean, you, it is it, it it it's just literally sit there and like uh, see how this goes down. You know, I mean, now I know how it went. <laughs> All right, so that's that's probably the worst on camera experience. You've driven so many badass cars. What are like? Give me some of the standouts and out of everything, because you've had access to crazy stuff. Crazy like, stuff. What are the ones that just jump out that go, dude? That was rad. Well, one that always stands out, and partially because I think I've had so much seat time in it, is is Chris's car, Vicious. I mean, that car, you know, you're making a little over a thousand at the rear tires. It's sequential shifted, but it's with paddles. Um, so the shifts are brutal fast. It's it's really violent. I mean, it's it's, it's full blown race car stuff. Yeah. That car still like. Do you know I've never put my right foot to the floor in that car, and I've had it on the racetrack before. And 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 I'm a decent driver, but I'm far from a pro, you know. So I, I respect that car would definitely kill me if I tried to drive it to its its fullest length. That one really stands out to me. Um, that car I talked to you about earlier, that Tantrum Charger car. That one you know, spinning tires on that thing, throwing it to third gear at like a hundred and something miles an hour. And it's just lighting up the tires. And it was part of it was like, Oh, this is really bitch. And part of it was just sheer terror because it's so (laughs) violent. I mean, that car is pissed off, you know, those, those are a couple of standouts for me. Um, I know driving your grand national is going to be a standout this weekend. I can't wait for that. Dude, I'm excited for somebody to get behind the wheel of that because that's we build so many cars and that car even Josh was in it just recently and he was like, dude, this thing is fucking yeah, I was, awesome. I was in abs- actual awe. Really? Yeah. It's it's just such a tight, like just well mannered car that does everything. Pretty, yeah. Pretty good, which is cool for a car that's that kind of power. Yeah. Yeah. Because what does that car make? It made on the uh, engine dyno it made sixteen hundred and. <laughs> Weg- that's so stupid dude yeah wagner did it and it, it that was like a fairly conservative tune so it's capable of more but that's you know i think it put you know a little over 1200 to the wheels on e98 and it uh and it's so civilized though it's crazy is it really yeah it's so it's dude you put the put wind- your wife in it and drive it around as long as you put her yeah. foot into it it's right. just that's like a regular ls motor until the turbos spool up and that's um, then hold the fuck on we yeah, were, I'll bet. We were just out doing like catching some B-roll footage for some stuff that we were cutting together, and I'm driving the thing in the 1600 mode, windows up, AC on, like just cruising, like messing with stuff on the, and it, the car is just so you drive, you could daily drive that thing. Wow, wow. So it's cool, and it just violently fast when you. It's still to this day the only car that I've ever been like scared of. You know, not that it does anything that like scares you that makes you not want to get on but it is so fucking fast ah, dude that that's a massive amount of power to deal with man i mean yeah. that's oh yeah i was i was telling your brother about uh my, my buddy frankie built uh that's a really good one actually he he's got a g body that he he bought it you know it's a i think it was a t-type if i remember correctly day one that he had it he blew up the six-cylinder motor and he went yeah that's gone and put an LS in it, sequential, supercharged it, put another uh, chassis under the car. He's out autocrossing. He's super competitive with the car, running an Optima. Yeah. I think he took, uh, I think his car took first in class a couple weeks ago at an Optima event. 
That's cool. Um, I remember. I saw the video. <clears throat> yeah, now that yeah, car's violent. Yeah. I mean, I didn't drive it. I, I, certain cars, you know, it's funny, dude. I'm a, I'm a, a, genuinely, I'm a decent driver, but I'm a decent driver. I'm not a pro, and I know I'm not. So I'm never, cars like that, I won't push to what they're capable of doing because I'm not capable of, of handling it is the truth. Yeah. So I love sitting in the passenger seat with guys that actually know how to drive. Like my pal Frankie, he's a motherfucker of a driver. I mean, and so it's for me, it's like five-year-old on a roller coaster, you know, just hell. We shot with the hood muscle car guys last, last Friday, the video went live. This guy's name, none of them, by the way, have a real name. They all have a nickname. This guy's (laughs) name was blank that we shot with blank. Blank. Yeah. Blank. (laughs) And Blank's an old school street racer. Like he took us to 135th in Normandy in LA to show us where the launch point was for the drag races that are full on street races, dude. And it looks like a drag strip. I mean, the whole the whole concrete patch is lit up with rubber. And he even sent me pictures of his old Vega where he's got the front end three, four feet off the ground. On the street. On the street. It's wicked. I feel like and, you would shine in that environment. Uh I've been in that environment for <laughs> yeah, a whole long, different job for many years. So have you done that shit like the full street racing stuff? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a fun time. It. Yeah. I mean, it, the stories sound great, but at the same time, it sounds a little bit horrifying to me. About like like see, I've seen video of those guys, all these people gathering around the burnouts where they're pushing against the car. Yeah. By the way, does it do anything to push on the car when you're doing the burnouts? It's just keeping it it straight. Keeping it straight. Does it? Like, you can actually help to move them. Really? To some extent. We've only done it on, like, when we used to get projects in. Remember, we try to blow them up before you take them apart. You can manipulate them a little bit. But they do, they tend to favor, like, the passenger side. They kind of torque that way. If you got 20 people on both sides of it, whatever, they they keep that thing pretty straight. It's not safe. (laughs) It's not safe at all. It doesn't look like it. It's a fun time. The other one I always wonder about is the one that, so you got your two cars about to launch, and you got your guy standing right here about 10 feet in front of them that's ready to shine the light and let them go. That thing hooks. I mean, like, I'm not ever, that's one of those things that lands on the list of things (laughs) I'm never doing in my life. I'm never doing that in my life, ever. (laughs) Have you ever been that guy? Have you ever been the one shining the light? No, yeah, no, see, exactly. Not. I try to position myself like, you know, out of harm's way in that because you see, man, you see some hairy videos. That thing, like, hooking and... We and, had a yeah, spot. Over. Take down the tree. This was years and years and years ago. This had to be 99 or 2000 in Birmingham. Street race. So you had Saturday night and Sunday night. Cars were on Saturday nights and Sunday nights was bikes. Um, there's a different spots to race different stuff so on sunday nights always go to the street for the bike races there was a spot right over the railroad tracks it was a straight shot well the finish line this sounds a like bridge. a vin diesel story dude this is like <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting on stage like when i cross these tracks no, i'm not racing a quarter just, mile so you'd have a bridge that ran across this road and the piling from the bridge basically split the lanes right this is like an old service road. There's railroad tracks and, and uh, uh, like trucking yards around, right? So there's nobody who used this road, but it's a two-lane road. And then the the, tra- the the piling for the bridge split the lane. So the lane would split. So you'd start where the railroad tracks crossed, and then it was exactly a quarter mile to that. So you were basically this lane and this lane, and you'd split the pylons there. Will there be somebody up against the brick with the flashlight, right? And they mm-hmm. would signal lane of who won. 
So then that guy's up against the brick, and he's got two bikes going by. I mean, every time it, they were going by at 150, 160. Wow, These are all man. back then. It was all you know, stretch boosts and yeah. uh, turbo bikes or nitrous bikes and stuff like that. So yeah. this was this was in like 99, 2000. Uh, and I mean, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never got into the street racing thing. I, I went, you know, when I was a kid, we I used to go out there and hang out at the street races and watch everybody be psycho. And mostly I went because the fun part was when the cops would show up and everybody would take Scared. off. That was the fun part, I thought, you know. We had uh, a guy that did all the polishing and stuff for us, and he did all the polishing. He raced these bikes, and he had one of the fastest boosts around, and he had his shop was behind our shop, and he had these two Rottweilers, right? And they hated everybody. And they'd get out all the fucking time. And yeah. so if they got out and they were roaming the streets, I mean, you basically just lock the doors up and told all the customers to get in. And also, cause they'd, they'd eat your ass. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he would get out there, and, and I always, you know, we were friends. He did a bunch of polishing on wheels and stuff like that for us. Fast-ass bike. Big turbo boost bike. And I always ask him, like, dude, you got to be, like, fucking afraid or scared. Like, And he's like, there's nothing to be scared of because it ain't going to hurt. Uh, That's right. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. That's that was his mentality. It's not going to be a, not an ounce of pain. That's that, that's probably true. Yeah, I mean it'll if, be if, if, done. It's going to be game over quickly. Yeah, N- nothing to be scared of. It's not going to hurt. <laughs> that's one way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah it's. I, mean, I, I saw the guy out front here on a Busa with a stretch swing arm on, open face helmet, and a COVID mask on. Yeah. Dude, I, I hate to break it to you. I swear to God, right out in front of the shop. Come on. Like, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think it's going to be COVID that's going to get you on that That bike. mask is not helping yeah. you out, buddy. It's going to be the fact that you're a huge <laughs> pussy. That's why you're, <laughs> you're going to die. It's <laughs> just going to succumb to it. Yeah. yeah. The mask has gotten to that point now where if I see it, I know I, I, I need to stay far away from that person. I'm so, seriously concerned. Just because yes. they're not they're they're not up to speed on our world. Yeah, you I bet know? you he says pound feet. I guarantee. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, says yeah, pound feet. yeah, yeah, yeah. The best ones still to me are. Uh, I don't know if you guys have it out here, but I'll see folks rolling down the road by themselves in their car with their windows yeah. up and their masked oh, yeah. up. Yep. And my and my and my concern honestly is we're on the same road together, and you're showing me how completely uneducated in life you are. That right. that. Because I don't know. I mean, if maybe they're afraid of dosing themselves with COVID or they think it's like this we airborne. We can go on and on stories. I, I smoke. <laughs> you smoke, right? Seeing seeing that three to 350-pounder with the mask pulled down while they're smoking. Oh, and, and drinking a fucking and mega diet Coke. You're kind of like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the effort for safety, but let's let's spread that around. Yeah. There's multiple things in your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. That fucking heart attack's gonna get you right. long before COVID does. That's for sure. Yeah. Or I mean in that the knees are probably gonna go out before COVID <laughs> does, you know? I mean like it, 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 yeah. It, it is. You yeah. never see it like a, a guy or girl, you know, that's super in shape walking around. Like that just got done eating something healthy, drinking a bottle of water with a fucking mask on. You just never see it. No. Yeah. Like in today's one. day and age. No. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, granted, I mean, it was, yeah, it was at first I understood it. Of course, right. we didn't know what the hell it was. But after, you know, after a little time passed and there was enough study going on about it. And I know we were getting misinformation all the time. But, you know, I mean, at a certain point, it kind of went, 
okay, I think this is like a variant. I mean, I know it's not the flu, but it's like it's a virus, right? Cool. Now we got to incorporate this thing into our world. All good. Let's get back to living our lives. No, no, no. We got to keep that fucking mask on. Did you see that meme Rogan put up the other day? I think it was yesterday or today. Said uh, Fauci said if you wear two swimsuits you can pee in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, you talked about the uh, cars and stuff you've been driving. He asked about you know some of the highlights. Uh, you don't have to name builders or anybody that, but has there been cars, especially either before the wreck or after the wreck, that you've gotten in that you flat out said, "Man, this uh, I don't feel comfortable in this thing. I'm not doing it." I- I mean, yeah, I've, I've, I've been in a handful where I've had to tell people quickly to dial it back. There was one recently that we unfortunately can't even make a video out of because it, it you know, as soon as we started shooting, I was like, ah, this isn't going to go good. And, and, and it really didn't. And it's, and it's, it's, it's one of two, it's one of two videos we've ever made that we couldn't actually turn into a video because it was, uh, there was just no polishing that wouldn't take the turd out of it. You know? I mean, <laughs> and, and this was one of them, but luckily enough, no, not too much of that. Um, I do get nervous. I'll be honest with you. When I get in cars that have almost no miles on them, yep. like, uh, like that, that 55 actually, Fresh. as we got in the car. Now this is a guy, him and his crew, they're building the stuff. Tony had done a lot of racing in his lifetime. So he, he gets it. And we're about to go for the drive in his car that has no belts in it, no belts whatsoever, because it was not going to look right on his interior. And and I get a little uncomfortable about it. I'm cool with it. I'm not going to let it fuck up my fun, but I definitely, you know, it's lingering. It's it's much. there when there's not even a lap belt. Um, I'm like, so how many miles you got on this thing, Tony? Just curious, man. He's like, ah, I think I'm just about to cross three. <laughs> Came like, off the trailer. Bitching. Cool. We're about to drive a three-mile car. We know full well what three-mile cars did for years and years I and think, years. I think you're setting yourself up for these. You you know <laughs> the, the views you got out of that last one. Like, <laughs> Let's do it, dude. Fucking punch it. Get on it. Let's see what this thing will do. Dude, one of my best pals, my buddy Dave, who uh, he also does legal work for me, he was in... in france when that video came out and it's going ballistic of course and he calls me from france and he's like as your friend a subscriber of the channel and your attorney i highly recommend more accidents man. <laughs> <laughs> you just start wrecking some more shit like with friends like yeah. this i do not need enemies man has there ever been a time and again not naming any names yeah to look. yeah has there ever been a time where you've been where they, what's the saying uh don't meet your heroes it's best not yeah. to meet you yeah where you've been like mm, man i thought it was gonna be so much cooler God, I, yeah, I don't, I, and I don't want to name names because I feel like I'd be as much of an asshole as they are. But um, yeah, dude, I, 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 luckily enough, in my opinion, in this industry, I find most people seem to be pretty damn cool. I'll tell you one though, music, because I don't give a fuck. I'll never meet the guy. I didn't even get to meet him when I got to meet him actually. So we're doing a gig one night. The the guy that uh, the second label deal I was on was funded by a guy that's a. a big Austin, uh, big Texas oil and, and natural gas tycoon. He does this big party out on his, on one of his ranches every year. So we got to play right before Jackson Brown. I'm a massive Jackson Brown fan for me. He's one of the greatest songwriters ever. And Jackson's doing acoustic set. But since Henley lives right in Dallas, Kelsey had worked it out and flew, 
you know, sent his helicopter over, picked him up and brought him out to the ranch. And so him and him and Jackson were playing on stage uh, right after us. So we walk off stage and I'm like, bitching, here's my moment. I get to meet Henley and I get to meet Jackson Brown. And uh, and I see Don walking my way. You know who Don Henley is, right? Yeah. The Eagles. and Yeah, yeah. Of course. <clears throat> so I see Henley coming my way. I'm like, here's my opportunity, man. And I walk up and I put my hand out and I'm like, hi, my name's Sean. Thanks for all the great years of music, man. And he went, uh-huh. And he just kept walking. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, I just got fully dissed by Don Henley. I mean, I guess there's something cool in that. <laughs> and then the very flip side of it was five minutes later, Jackson Brown's telling us how, man, you guys just took me back to 1972 and the, the you know, the early days of what we were doing and stuff. And it was, and he was so nice and complimentary of what we did. Um, so that's one of those heroes where I just like, fuck, I wish I had just heard that he was a jackass. I wish yeah. I didn't have <laughs> to experience it, but I've met a few in the automotive space. I'll tell you the thing in our automotive space that does drive me nutty though, is I think there's a lot of companies out there that, that are great at fit and finish paint and body putting things together, making them look really bitching and putting mechanically not safe and sound vehicles on the road. And it drives me a bit nutty because there's, you know, I, I mean, I've seen cars before where, hell, one of Chris's friends had about, give or take about $200,000 into, I want to say it's a 69 Mustang, right? Isn't it a 69? Yeah. 200 grand into what became a donor car. Yeah. It was such a horrible piece of shit that, that he had to have it rebuilt by somebody else. And, and I'm the last guy to say, I think we should have more government. I'm, I'm personally not a fan, but yeah. I, I wish there was a way that the industry could be regulated, like, like building a building or building a home or something like that. And, and trust me, dude, I'm not saying do it because I know the government would fuck it up and go, Oh, well let's regulate yeah. it so much so that we just put all these guys out of business. But it is frustrating to me that there's people that are supposed to be professional builders that, that that a guy like me would turn to and say, Hey, I want to build this car. And at the end of the day, it looks super bitching and wow, best paint well, I've ever seen, but I, I'm not going to be a, a dick and throw it back at you. You've got the platform to do it. You can regulate it. Why couldn't you call a spade a spade when you review a car and say, it's not where it needs to be. I suppose you're right, dude. You know, I suppose I'm not, you're right. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Know, but yeah. there's like the industry the, our industry has been very good about self-regulating. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. They and ultimately purging it does. But from a customer standpoint, a new it's generally it's new guys new are going to get burned sometimes. No one, and any that's better. unfortunate. Yep. You know, but I mean, again, I'm just being real. So yeah, many yeah, people yeah. always say that, but then so many people are always don't want to call out. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to be an asshole. I'm not going to name names, but I've seen this car do this, and I've seen this car do this. If more people would name names and say this guy builds yeah. a shitty product, yeah. or they build a really nice fit and finish, but you can't fucking drive the thing down the road, yeah, that's the industry regulating itself. But most people don't do it. No, I get, I, I yeah, I, you know, I suppose you're right, dude. And I guess I, I, I do watch what I say because I, I don't want to piss people off in our industry. So, yeah. so you, I, I, I hear you, yeah. dude. I hear you. I it's, hear you. And we, everybody does the same shit. Right. Right. They're, right. Yep. I hear you. I got one that comes to mind, and it's like a controversial car because of some of the people, where the car went, where it came from, things like that. But you uh, featured it 
and we could edit all this out if this is just no bueno, but it made it way, it's made its way to our shop here. 68 Charger. Maybe you know which it is. It's a light gray in color. Oh, yeah, it wasn't sure. It was built sure, by a professional sure. builder. But it wasn't. Built, built by a builder. Yeah. And came here from a friend of a friend. Yeah. And very wealthy guy, very, very, very wealthy guy. It kind yep. of shows up. And not a real mechanically savvy guy, but he bought it. Sight unseen at an auction. Uh-huh. And there are bolts laying on the floor in his garage. Wow. And it wouldn't go into reverse. It wouldn't move forward. It was kind of locked up. So I said, well, I'll just bring it down. We'll take a look at it. And this is not something we typically do. It's just yeah. like general service work on something. Yeah. So car shows up, and there were the caliper bolts that fell out of it, right? So the brake calipers are just hanging. They're laying wow. in it. Put it up on the lift and to just kind of give it a once over. And we're looking at it, and you, know, you could pull every single thing off of this car by hand. By hand, Phil's looking at it. And he's like, "I think is that steering shaft loose?" I'm like, "No." And I'm like, "Grab a hold of it. Just pull the whole fucking steering shaft." The U-joint, right off the rack. Right off the fucking car, dude. Bolts, holes. Every, wow. There's nothing is connected on this wow. car. And the guy's like, "Well, just sort it out for me, you know." I just want to like cruise. I'm like, "Dude, I've driven. I bet you I've driven some of the hairiest shit." Ever and I'm not like I'm a I'm pretty reckless right, and this one I I wouldn't drive it. I told yeah. I straight I'm like dude I I won't drive it and I won't allow you to drive it. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do to it, short of taking the entire car apart, to make it safe enough for you to drive it. Wow. And, but you're here. You made it through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And you know, granted, if this is somebody that you know, no, no, body is actually then, David who uh, David who owned the car, um, and and what's that? Elephant yeah, motor. Yeah, you're. T- yeah, I, I know exactly the car you're talking about. So my friend David, um, fucking great guy by the way. David's super cool guy. Uh, he had a friend of his build it that's like an independent one guy kind of doing it all himself, right? And um and he learned a lot from that build because it wasn't it wasn't really good, you know. It yeah. it, it looked overall pretty cool. But no, you gotta remember too, when we when we go do our drive stuff, our our total drive when we shoot, we drive about six or seven miles. Yep. It's not like we're getting a lot of time in on a car, you know, and, and getting to really experience it. Sure. Um, so that car, I mean, I knew that car needed a bunch of work. You know, it, it, it was it was like one. I didn't know it was as bad as what you're saying. I mean, that's that's scary. Yeah, dude. Like, honestly, like I'm scared. Ne- I'm never the guy to throw anybody under the bus, right? But yeah. That was in all my years. That thing was like, holy fuck! Wow. Dude, this poor guy. Like, if this guy would have gotten in this car. And driven it for any length of time, something was going to go yeah. down. Have you been able to? You, you got a lot of friends in the industry. You've got guys, you know, getting into stuff, or guys that have had cars built or getting cars built because you're doing what you're doing off air. Are you able to have those conversations with people? You've got to drive drive a lot of suspension manufacturers, a lot of chassis manufacturers, a lot of brake manufacturers, a lot of wheel, a lot of a lot of guys in the industry. Yeah, and you've got a good cross section. Are you able to speak frankly with those guys and and give them your honest reviews? Um, be, and not are you able to? Have you been able to identify the stuff, the brands that are more than just marketing, and the stuff that just actually works? Where you're like, yeah, you know what, that shit's that shit's good. Every one of them that I've seen, that shit's good. I think I'm getting better at it. You know, I'm I'm still. 
I'm still learning. Like I was talking to Phil outside before we got started. You know, I'm I'm I still consider myself very new to this business and and not having the mechanical background, my my viewpoint's a bit different than any of you guys would be, right? Um but yeah, I mean I'm I've I've learned I'll tell you a company like now I know they're owned by somebody else now, but at the time it's a wheel company called ADV One. Yep. So we had um getting back to my little brother my little brother had to deal with, the, with who has a gt yeah 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 that you don't yeah. <laughs> i want i want that snipped out as a fucking liner right now i want that snipped out uh, so <coughs> oh shit that hurt um my brother had to deal with nissan because he had a he had a team running in Pirelli world challenge and uh so we had a loner R35 GTR, bitching car, by the way, really great cars. And my brother put a set of ADV1s on it because he was friends with those guys, loved their design stuff. I had that car out at Willow Springs one day on a track day, and um, thank God I actually made it all the way home because as I got off, the car felt weird, and I thought I had just shredded the shit out of the tires. As I got off the freeway, the car felt really wrong, and so I pulled into a gas station, and I noticed five six seven i still have that wheel saved multiple cracks in the center of the Ooh. wheel that fucking wheel was about to blow apart on me Ooh. and um and so like as w- wheels as an example i mean there's companies like forge line that in my opinion they've proven themselves time and again they make yep. a great design and they make a great wheel hre i think makes a fantastic wheel um I've heard ADV ones better because they're now owned by Weld. Weld's proven themselves through the years. Hell, they, I mean, they've every, been around forever. Yeah, I mean, you know, how many drag cars are running Weld racing wheels? Um, so I think I'm learning more and more. The the one I, you know, I, what I found out on from the crash video, or the you know that whole incident. When I saw Willwood brakes on his car, I thought we were good because Willwood's proven in i would have to say in modern times proven themselves what i didn't know was that those brakes were 17 year old willwoods and even though they had no miles on them willwood at that time was more from what i understand more of an inexpensive aftermarket brake company that maybe wasn't quite up to the quality of a brembo a bear something like that where i don't think it's accidental that we see willwood on almost every hot rod you know, I get it price point wise, but I also think they, I don't know. I've been in enough Willwood cars where they break. I mean, they, they like, they, they do their job. Yeah. There's a lot of good aftermarket brands out there and you, yeah, you got to pick the right stuff. Yeah. You know? And that's the tough Some part. of it could be installed too and how it was done. So you can't right. necessarily always blame right. the manufacturer. We've seen yep. a lot of good parts installed incorrectly that yeah. whoever's doing the work could be. Yeah, like it, it could be a Willwood caliper, it could be a Bayer or a Brembo caliper, but if the caliper bolt isn't in the caliper, <laughs> it's not going to yeah. yeah. <laughs> work, man. Yeah. You guys have got to see, I got to imagine, you probably end up having to deal with it a lot, huh, where people have built a car with somebody else and then it comes to you and has to ultimately get kind of rebuilt because it wasn't done properly. We we see it a fair amount. And it like in years past, we'd take them on and you'd try to like, you know, get them across the finish line, right? It's a car that maybe a guy had built, or maybe he started at home or it bounced around a few shops, and you never get the right finished product out yeah. of it because you're just band-aiding it. You know, it's you're just putting good money over bad money, and it never works out right. But 
We see a fair amount of them now, and we just treat them like project cars, right? It comes in, and it's you're taking that body, and it's just communicated that it's getting a chassis, and we're wiring it. Because those are the two things that just, you know, need to be done. Yeah. You know, I've had cars in the past where I've, you know, agreed to, all right, we'll chassis swap it, but the guy's like, I want, it's been wired, it's all the assemblies right, just put it on a chassis, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, okay. And it just bites you in the ass, you know? Yeah. So at least, you know, we we've made mistakes, right? You make mistakes, but at least, yeah. you know, you know, your way around it because we, we do it to a standard, you know, that, you know, I believe is pretty professional. Yeah. So even if there is an issue, I know I could well, go check this relay or check this fuse that's labeled and it's right here and I've got it documented versus like, maybe it's going to catch on fire. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's a, it's a tough one, dude. Cause there, cause there, there's also, I, mean, I guarantee you guys have seen this. You, you, for all I know, you might have even happened. How did it happen with your own company? Is is you could pr- produce thirty cars that were exceptional, and you maybe missed on one. I'm not saying you guys have, but I, but I, you know, I've I've seen it before where where there's cars that have been they were they looked amazing, but they were okay builds. They weren't great drivers. Yet that same company's produced cars that have done wonderful vehicles. You yep. know. Well, I think more so on our end, it's the difficulty is because the chassis, just much like the brakes that we talked about, it could be the, the baddest chassis around. And I think that ours is absolutely leaps and bounds the baddest chassis around. No questions about oh. it. So I'm not, that's, that's Wait, shame. You, that's heard, shame you, you heard it right here. Plug, Josh right? said it. So, yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. So, no, but my point to that is, you can, we can do everything. This entire team of guys can do everything to the top level standard. It's still relying on a shop or an individual for the installation of it, right? And the setup of it. The 100%. making sure the springs, I mean, there's some simple things that we've seen in the past and, you know, you can work through it or whatever. The front springs being on the, on the rear and the rear springs being on the front. That changes the way it rides, Right. <laughs> Very simple, but this stuff happens sometimes with novices or with a smaller builder, and you're moving so fast. But overcoming that first thing of like, I spent X amount of dollars on a roadster shop chassis, and this thing rides like shit. And they call, I'm like, hey, this the back's way too stiff and the front's way too soft. Yeah. Well, what springs do you have on? Well, I mean, I've got you know two fifties on the front, you know, and there's seven hundreds on the rear, six fifties on the rear. Well, swap them. You know, and when when they took it all apart to do the paint and the finish in the car, or whatever, it's just they just got swapped. It's a yeah. It's a mistake that unfortunately sometimes can happen. Yeah. But yeah. But stopping that, well, that how many guys did that guy tell before he called, right? That roadster shop chassis yeah. sucks. Like this, and dealing with all, and then simple. I mean, you can go into it more, but very, very minute changes. You know, twenty five pounds on a spring rate. You know three-eighths to, you know, three-quarters of an inch on the ride height, you know, because they're trying to dial in the stand. There's some small things like that that can drastically change the outcome of that yeah. vehicle. Yeah. I mean, fucking uh, tire pressure. Yeah. Dealt with that before on ride height. Tire pressure and the tires, yeah. you know, and the, you're chasing something. Yeah. And it's, it's, what, it's what people do with it and who puts it together. Yeah. That, like, we've got a car here, and I get it. I'm fucking blown away with it. Uh, phenomenal builder. Roy Brizio put it together and just happens to have a local customer that's out this way and a little power steering quirk and just, you know, asked if we could take a peek at it before a guy goes on a road trip. 
So the car is out here and, you know, nothing at all. Just snug a fitting, ready to fucking rock. Dude, driving this car and looking over this car, it's it's like fucking mind-blowing. It's seeing, having it in the, in the shop and getting behind the wheel of it, and it's not even, like, if you didn't, if I didn't know it was our chassis and I took this thing out and drove it, I'd be like, this is the fucking standard, right? Wow. This thing is fucking amazing. Yeah. And you, Roy's been doing it forever, you yeah. know? He's as good as it gets. And yeah. it's just really cool when you see somebody that really knows what they're doing and takes your product and integrates it and does yeah. it the way they know how to do it. And then you get to experience it. It's yeah. That was like That's a pretty awesome. It was like a first time for me. And I'm like, still like, I, I probably put a few too many test miles on it. I'm, like, <laughs> Dude, it's, I'm rolling it's the windows up good, and turning uh, the AC yeah. on. And I'm like, yeah, both of us got yeah. in the car. Like, what'd you think? <laughs> what'd you think? What'd you think? It could be like the tightest, smoothest, most new car I've ever been in. Yeah. It's like, dude, it just fucking floats down the road. That thing was awesome. I could drive that all day. That's when it's cool. Like yeah. you said, yeah. that, like, holy shit, that's what we, we, we built the chassis, but holy shit, Roy Brizio built such a badass car and he does yeah. it. I guess my point to all that being is you, you get a cross section of all of it. Not only do you get a shit ton of our chassis from different builders, you know, customers that have put them together themselves to high-end builders, but you get other chassis manufacturers or just bolt-on suspension manufacturers, and they're all installed differently. Yep. So it's very difficult to kind of be like, you You look more, I guess, at repeat builders or guys that be like, I know they built a good car. It's hard to judge the equipment because it's so, some of the stuff is so user yep. installation dependent. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you the one bad I, days too. I mean, we fuck stuff up, right? Yeah. yeah, just something slides through the cracks. You didn't see it. Yep. Somebody missed something. Yep. Um, I think that's, that's got to be the toughest part. Is that that especially for someone like you guys that has such a reputation, you miss something, it can really hurt. Yep. You know, I mean, for for you know, thanks for ABC. the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. We're hyping it up before he gets in the car. You, you guys have set your bar pretty <laughs> fucking high. I mean, you re, you really have. You know, it's it's like I say it. I'm new to the industry, right? But in the ten years that I've been around, Roadster Shop has been one of the the top names in this industry for as long as I've been around. This, you know, I mean, you oh, guys have really that, set man. a high bar for yourselves. So yeah, I'm super excited to go put that sucker do a test and now i ain't gonna no when i just out of curiosity on this grand national <laughs> yeah. is is there like like my buddy frankie with his g body has what he calls a there's the no shits no fucks given mode yeah. and then he can dial back like traction and power and sure. what have you so yeah. the grand national like when i'm driving this thing it's 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 1600 ready to go horsepower the whole time yeah so it's got selectable maps but it's ah, in i like the, this it, it's in the 1600 mode right oh. now so it's on e98 and you don't have to do other than not be like a fucking moron and just stab the fucking gas to the floor and like second gear at 20 miles an hour and expect that the car's just gonna take off like fucking john force yeah you know yeah. roll into the throttle and second gear and by the time you shift it into third, bury the thing to the tow board and the car, you'll be doing 160 miles an hour, like in a straight ass line. And it's the dude. And there's no beyond that. It's literally, there's a key in the column. Like you 
turn it on and it's got you know the shifters take a minute to figure out because it's got like lightning rods yeah yeah but I it see, makes it yeah. fun but beyond that it's like when we sit in that car i'll give you like two seconds of instruction of yeah just pull it back to here and then row the gears there's nothing you need like it's not something where you need to be like all right dude when it it's going to chatter the tires and then it's going to start shaking and it's going to get 43 you're and then, going to grab and when it, when it starts going make sure you flip these two switches because right, and then right. it's going to starve for fuel right it's just you just get in it and just drive it let it rip yeah so i'm curious that's a great car to talk to to kind of go to this this question i have which is it seems like we're getting to this point in our industry, right, where where a '65 Mustang's been done every possible way you can do it, and a you know a '70 Camaro, and it, yep. you know what I'm talking about. Do you think we're going to start seeing more of the '80s and '90s cars coming into play, and yeah. less of the '50s, '60s, '70s cars coming into play? I don't know. That you're going to see less. I think you're just going to see like kind of a leveling out of those. I mean, I think yeah. they're always going to be popular right yeah. because even me take me for example i mean i'm 40 years old i'm still probably going to build like a 31 model a and i still dig 32 roadsters but you know i also love 60s cars but like my yeah. era is yeah to do like an irock camaro i should be the guy doing like a you know a fox body mustang or something because that's what i grew up with you ain't cool enough for a fox body unless if you could do a camaro okay <laughs> fox body is a little, <laughs> little, little tough but i think you're gonna see that more and more i mean we yeah. like our kind of younger customer base they're all yep like hinting at it there's not a lot of guys they want to just like kind of dip their toes into it but they're waiting for cars like i think that the grand national and guys to start spending the money on taking them to that level yeah you need a couple people to justify it and make it cool yeah 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 and then everyone else can kind of fall in of right. yep i can do that i'm not going to get killed if i spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a fox body mustang i'll be able to sell it. there's a market for it and right. then yep. it just kind of starts growing i think yeah from that angle it just seems like at a certain point it's got to move like 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 we were me and the guys were talking about it earlier today about does does something like pebble beach have a have a shelf life to it because at like personally just personal i don't give a shit about the pre-war era cars it, it doesn't they don't get me excited so like when i've been to up to pebble beach before i just go over to quail and see all the crazy you know, yeah. the super the Paganis and the yeah. Singer Porsches and stuff sure. like that. And then mostly I go hang out and look at cool cars driving around town. But I got I don't even care about going over to Pebble because I just don't. Why do you think Pebble Beach has opened it up the last four or five years to their special curated collection? Well, you got a singer there. You got some. They're not doing that because like they're running out of shit. I mean, they're not doing it because they want to. They're doing it because you've got to start changing my problem is i i like everything yep. i can like so appreciate the craftsmanship in those cars yeah. i don't like them per se like i would never you know I, I would never want to build one right like yeah. a pebble beach car but dude as soon as the bottom falls out of like the duesenberg market and if i could snag one for like 15k and chassis swap it, <laughs> like, that'd be bad ls dude, you know a type 37 bugatti is the like it'd be cool two of them fucking <laughs> ever you're ralph loren got one that's the baddest fucking you, car you ever get the other yeah, and they can't right. twin turbo ls swap that's it was a 20 million the roadster yeah. but i get, yeah, yeah, right. but I get <laughs> what you're saying there's we're, not there's not going to be the guys what year's the cord that we're doing it's a 37 cord so yeah we've got a customer who's done a lot of cars uh with us and he 
yeah, I don't know if he got a deal on it, but he owns it now, and it's a 37 cord, and we're chassis swapping it. So you know what a 37 cord looks like? No idea. It's It's got, like, the most beautiful, like, deco front end, and then the back, they kind of, like, forgot about it. They're like, yeah, hey, let's get it. <laughs> just get it done. We got to get this thing sold. <laughs> And I don't know the, I mean, the Valley, they're not, I don't think they're crazy, but it's a couple oh, yeah. hundred thousand dollar car, probably. That's a pretty car. It was a front wheel drive car. At the same car. time, think about that, that great Gatsby era, uh-huh. those kind of things, right? Yeah. That long nose. But think about it with modern drivetrain, great chassis, drivable, fuel injection, turn the key, air conditioners like that. Oh, yeah. You're telling me that, that there's not those days on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon in Southern California when the weather's just right that you wouldn't throw fucking sunglasses on, lean back and cruise that thing? Dude, 100%. But but like it is? But how how much, like what's the donor car cost you? I mean, you're asking lots of questions that like sensible people (laughs) ask. I like where you're going conceptually with this, but we (laughs) were just talking about Fox bodies a few minutes ago. We went from Fox bodies to 37 cords. Pretty cool. Josh is trying to relive his youth. Like, that's our theory is like what was cool in high school. Yeah. Like, this is what Josh had in high school growing up as he's like 30s and 40s cars. Parking lot was full of them. Fuck off. That's because you're old as shit. So we're you're, you're, you better be careful because there's somebody that's older than me and he might take offense to it. He's significantly older than me. No, I, I quit I quit paying attention a few minutes ago. So to come full circle, because we were talking about like 80s cars and Fox bodies. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? You're California. I mean, you're in the you're in the heart of it, right? I mean, we sell chassis, so we got a pretty good idea of like where the trends are going. And I yeah. think some of them, you know, we push towards a direction that we like, but do you see that stuff? Like, do you see any high-end Fox bodies, IROC Camaros, Not yet. like G bodies? No. Not yet. I mean, G bodies now. Yeah. I mean, with what you guys have done, the the Salvaggio Kevin Hart car. You know, definitely a lot of money put into that one. Yep. Um, our buddy Frankie, a lot of money into it, but not on a fit and finish side. His is about it's race, race car. pure mechanical insanity. You know, um, I think that's one of the cars, but. No, not seeing them yet. I mean, as a matter of fact, we're getting ready. We bought a Fox body. The channel bought a Fox body. We've had this thing for almost two years. Um, the only way we can build it is it has to all be on sponsorship. Yep. So we've literally gotten almost everything sponsored. We're, the only thing we couldn't get sponsored was um, <laughs> I got a grade in with Ford. I don't know if I should tell the story. Actually, I'm going to tell the story, and I hope Ford <laughs> fucking hears this because I think they can go suck a dick. Yeah, so we can LS swap it, you know, if we need to. Go, f- you know, that's funny. Right. You should say that. <laughs> go on. <laughs> so I got a great intro to Ford Performance from my friend Steve McCord at Gallup and Ford, and and they, oh, we love your social media. The channel's great. Blah 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 blah. Do a formal recru- request for proposal. So we do that. Paul on the team goes through the process of putting together a really rad deck. And we have to keep showing them stuff. And every time we show them stuff, we're having to change the numbers because our numbers are constantly growing. And it's and it's the back and forth thing. In the end, they say that they're going to pass on us because they've sponsored too many Fox bodies. Hmm. And my response was, well, but name me a trend-setting Fox body because it hasn't shown up yet. I mean, the, about the closest would be would be that Goolsby's one that they did with uh, Good Guys, yep. right? Yeah, it's a badass car. Really nice car, but that car never – it showed up for a minute, and then we've never seen it again. It's never done anything. Yep. And 
So in the end, you know, when Ford said we pass, my pal Frankie, who his little shop's going to, it's called P2 Fabrication. Frankie's shop's going to build the car for us. He said, bitchin', I, I prefer GM anyway, so let's put an LS in it. So we're either going to do an LS or an LT1. Yeah. And all the Ford badging is coming off the car. But we want to we want to create a what should be a trend-setting Fox body. You know I mean? Sean Smith did design work for me it's on it. badass. Sean's, I mean, for one, he's one of my best friends. So I yeah, love Sean the guy. Does, Sean does some cool stuff. His design work's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it's, it, that's the goal is to create a trend-setting Fox body. And I think... I just think we're going to see more of that because I think at a certain point that your generation, right? That, I mean, I grew up looking at the shit from the sixties and seventies. So it's still cool to me. I still see a 70 Camaro and I just think it's rad, but your generation. And then it's the guys that are even a bit younger than you that grew up looking at, uh, you know, like an E30, right? a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think it's at a certain point, it's like, no, I don't want my grandpa's car. Right. I want something that was closer to my age that I grew up in. Yep. And I don't know. I'm curious to see how much the the industry starts to make some shifts and we start seeing less of there's a company out there in uh, uh, they're down in Orange County called. I just know their Instagram is slang 500. Have you seen the slang 500 guys? Mm-hmm. Can you pull it up? Yeah. It's and I, I've only met these guys a couple of times, so this isn't even about like shout outs and stuff like that. But I think it's interesting what they're doing in that they're they're taking uh, the CLK Mercedes and rebodying oh, it. Just about to say something about oh, the German cars yeah. coming around. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And what these guys are doing is rebodying them. Not that one, although that one's super bitching. But they're they're rebodying. Go down. There you go. Like look at the Gullwing. Right. It's a fiberglass body. That's, that's got a shelf life though, man. Before Mercedes crushes them. puts the kibosh on it. Oh, yeah, that's a no-no. Is it? Yeah, that's Mercedes. Why? What are, what are they doing not. that's illegal? Take it down real quick, <laughs> dude. They uh, they get pissed. Mercedes is man, Mercedes is by far above and beyond anybody else. Their legal team they will search and destroy any. But what's illegal? What do they do? It's a recreation body. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the Gullwing too. They they like oh, really try to preserve their brand. You know, I don't know how Mercedes couldn't have heard about these guys. These, these guys are maybe it's a real body. We'll, we'll just go with yeah. That. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh huh. But they are <laughs> cool. Fuck, that thing's cool looking. Isn't it bitching? Yeah, it's super. Bitching. And their design elements are super cool. They they the the interiors. There's a lot of stuff that looks jewelry esque. Well, that's where I was gonna go. Like even some of this stuff. This. The German era car, the German cars, and some of that exotic luxury stuff of our era, you know, that by today's standards is shit, you know, yeah. as far as, you know, drivability wise. Yep. But they look so cool. Your 850. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's one I'm bringing a trailer right now. It was like a, fuck, it was like an 8,000 mile. Uh, it was 180 grand. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Damn. Red. That car. That car four years Look ago was twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's such a sexy body style. Oh, that I, I'm, I love that body style, man. That was a neat car. One day, my kids might not have nothing, but one day I'll have one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give Blaze the keys. See, I want to see more stuff like that happening, though. Where it, where it's where it's because you're right. A lot of those cars from especially that '80s and '90s, the 
technology was shit. Oh, I mean, it's so cool to do. I, uh, I wish more people would roll the dice on them, you know, that customers were willing to throw the money at them. You know, everybody yeah. wants to, nobody wants to, like, be foolish with their investment, you know, because right. even if you, like, you build a, you know, some high-end car, you might lose a little, you know, a few bucks, but I think everybody's worried on something like that, like, Drop half a million on an E30. What's yeah, going to happen lose, when you lose go to sell like it? Like four hundred and fifty. Right, you know, right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I, dude, I, I totally get it. Yep. Ah, oh, Volvo eight fifty. <laughs> Andrew's all about it. We shot a Volvo recently, actually, that had a LT4 in it. It was really fucking bitching. It was the the Bertoni uh, two sixty. I think it is. It was a red one. So bitching. Yeah, right there. Uh, 184. Holy Really? What was so special about this? Super low miles. 21,000. Well, what's the CSI versus the CI? Something must be something special. This one, the silver one? That's such a sexy body style, though, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it was cool. Man, that thing's I always love that car. Awesome. See, to me, that'd be something badass to do, to take the resto mod approach and go fucking ballistic on a car Absolutely. like that. I, I, I mean, I get Absolutely. that you hurt the value of it, but... Yeah, but it's already, like, that V12 is a nasty motor in yeah. it already, so you don't need to swap it. Yard out all the electronics and fuel injection on it. And yeah, like, put it on a standalone and straight pipe it. Have you heard some of those things? They sound like F1 cars. I know, yeah. I know. Let's not talk about it. Their value's already right. going up. Let's not talk about it too I much. Mean, I think if you do it right, though, look, look what Singer did with... with the 964 Porsches. I mean, that that wasn't a real beloved Porsche, yeah. you know? And, I mean, try to buy a Singer for under half a million dollars. Their name has such yeah, brand yeah. value to it. And it's and I got to say, I think it's because they do a fantastic job. Dude, they do a great job. I mean, the cars are phenomenal. The marketing's great. The brand, everything. They do a really good job great. with it. What, you've had those cars on there to... to We've never to shot them, but I had a few of them stored at my shop and... Um, my one customer told me to take it out and drive it and enjoy it. And I partially did. I was partially scared to death the entire time because like, please don't let anything happen to this car, you know, but exceptional. I mean, what, what those guys do, I think is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's as top quality as it gets, you know, um, the, the guy, do you guys know TJ Russell by chance? It's yeah. the, uh, the Baja, the Baja yeah. 911. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. The, one of the coolest things ever built. Right? Yeah. See, and he's Twice. got a he, he's yeah. got a great <laughs> he's got a killer concept. And it's actually working for him now. Is you know, really? TJ Yeah, man. He left LA about God, it's been probably six or eight months now that he's been gone. He's out in Arizona because almost impossible in LA to have a shop and yeah. have people that actually want to go to work. Um yeah, he's got he got his first order on it. Now it's turned into. I, I saw him post something the other day, and it looks like he's got like four or five of them under That's build awesome. right now. Good, good for him. Did he ever start selling the kits or the parts? Because I know when he originally yeah. came out with it, he was a little on the. He's fence doing not like the insane wide body long travel stuff, but it's more bolt on for like guy wanted to build a regular safari Porsche. Yep, yeah. they're they're pretty fucking badass. Yep. Yeah, I was nerding out yeah. on that when he brought that first one out to SEMA. That Damn. thing's nuts. Yeah, dude. that ruined SEMA, I think, for us that first year. That's You're it. just like, <laughs> yeah. shit. You, yeah, were, you were in a bad mood yeah. all week. Yeah, I couldn't stop looking at it. Like, this fucking bullshit. Let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was like that, but I was like, definitely wanted one of those. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's, I, I rode in it with TJ Did a couple really? times. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, we're, 
it's it's such a perfect LA vehicle because our roads suck so bad there. Yeah. But we're you know we're driving along the road and all of a sudden he's just half the car is up on the sidewalk and he's just rolling it down the sidewalk and off yeah, the curb. Fuck and traffic at that point. You, you don't go even have to, you want to, dude. You just go anywhere you want with it. You don't even have to think about it. I think that Blake Wilkie dude tried that, didn't he? Landed yeah. him. Well, well, landed that didn't do so good. Uh, a little, a little, a little anklet. Well, we have drank quite a good bit. Yeah, we, we, we owe John Jackson a big thank you because that is John, some good stuff. John brought the heat from a from a tequila connoisseur to say this is really good and from me that doesn't know anything to say it's really good. That means <laughs> Solid you've, review. Yeah, you've, uh, it, it's, it's good shit. Yeah, John, huge thanks to you, dude, because I'm enjoying cheers, the hell out of this John. tequila. Cheers man. to John Jackson. <laughs> cheers to John Jackson, right? All right, it's time to do some of the standard questions. All right. Favorite car movie and why? God, it's really tough because I'm a your buddy's, I'm your obsessed, buddy's a fast and I'm furious. obsessed with the Furious movies because I get to see the cars being built, so I get to see them actually land on screen. Love Gone in sixty seconds because Angelina Jolie. That's right. I mean, come <laughs> on, yeah. come on. I'm, I'm with you. I mean. <laughs> That's that or Nicolas Cage, but I mean, yeah. you had a Nick back in like the early 2000s, you had a Nicolas Cage thing going, didn't you? I remember you talking about it. Me? Yeah. Like I look like, what do you mean? No, you had like a thing for, for Nicolas yeah. Cage. No, it was Angelina Jolie okay. all day long. <laughs> I mean, she's hot and everything, but in that movie, come on with the hair. Yeah. And the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nick Cage takes stealing it. Cars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's the win for me. Definitely. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's it was a, a good movie. It's been a little while since I've seen it. I might have to give that one an, Oh, fuck. It's so good. I wonder if you could get it on Blu-ray. It's so good. <laughs> I bet I have it. I mean, on Laserdisc. I wonder if you could get it on Laserdisc. <laughs> it might be a little post-Laserdisc, yeah. I think. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, you can get anything on vinyl nowadays. So yeah. Who knows? Your very first car and a story about that car. Man. The the first car I liked or the first car first I was, car you owned. <laughs> I gotta hear the we gotta hear the first car. So it was a nineteen seventy-four Ford Courier that got passed down from my mom drove it for a while and it was the kind of the you know, we lived on a rural property, so it was hauling hay and shit like that. And it got passed down to my older brother Joe. You said seventy four? Seven I think it was seventy four. Seventy four or seventy six. Ford Courier. Is that like an LTD? It's, nah, it's a small little like 40 horsepower pickup truck. Okay. Fucker, you, you had to be going oh, down. Chevy Love. To get it that up was like speed. the Ford Love. That was like uh, Tony Hawk drove it in Gleaming the Cube. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What deep pull. obscure deep. reference. You deep went deep pull. there, dude. Yeah. No, I, 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 I missed that one. Sorry <laughs> right. to say. Yeah, that was what I drove. Uh, that was what I drove in high school. Ford Courier pickup truck. And it was... Actually, pretty cool. And what it was awful. This was in California. Oh yeah, horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible piece of shit. Surfer. It was awful. No, I mean I grew up in a rural part of of uh, Orange County where you know horses and chickens and goats and dogs. My dad always thought it'd be cool to be a weekend cowboy. Okay, yeah, it, it, uh, something is cool about. That. I, I'm glad we grew up that way. I, I rode horses every day and it was awesome. First car purchase where you were like. You were anxious about that car, or you're like, "I've got some money. I'm gonna build. I'm gonna buy what I've always wanted." 
It was my second car, actually. It was it was a 1970 Fastback Mustang, and I had to borrow an additional 2,500 bucks from my dad to buy the car because it was already back then. I mean, you know, it was a semi-built car, um, and it was bitching center line wheels. Do original you remember original paint. Don't say this. Don't say the color. Was it original paint? No. Repainted. Yep. It was the 1970, and what year was this when you bought it? This was 83. Anybody want to guess on yeah, color? It's, it's a metallic maroon, like a, almost like, not quite a candy, but definitely in the, visually could be mistaken. I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing purple. Purple. <laughs> what color? Come on, bring me home here, Phil. <laughs> it's probably white. <laughs> I want to go with the grabber green. But I'm thinking maybe a blue. Nope. Okay. It was all fucking, it was total jet black. Like ho lipstick red. It was okay. awesome. <laughs> it was so red. great. I just didn't see going down the right path. On center it's line a, wheels. And the way we lowered it was to just chop the springs and set that Heat fucker on the ground. Cut them. Yep. Cut them. Were, were they the center lines with like the, the rivets, like the brush ones with oh, just yeah. the solid face? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which. When I was a kid, that was like the shit if you had those wheels. That car was badass. White letter tires? Uh, Nope. All blacked out. Damn. Dude, I've got a, uh, in my mom's attic, I found it recently. There's a whiteboard that I think I drew when I was like 14 or something. It's a 69 Camaro side view, and it's got the call outs of everything I wanted on it. And it's got (laughs) those centerline wheels. Really? Side pipes. (laughs) Right. Those were such yeah, cool those wheels, wheels were, man. I mean, that had been like 90, early 90s for me. But. Money's no object. You could buy any car you want. Which car are you buying? See, there's a few that popped to mind right away. Not for an investment. You've got to keep this car the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably a Singer Porsche, to be honest with yeah. you. Probably a Singer Porsche or a Road Rage. Shit. Well, you'll, I literally, and I'm not saying it because you guys, are, these guys have seen me geek out on that car too many times. Damn. That car's fucking exceptional gotta, for me. Gotta I, get I appreciate that. That car, Dude, like, freaks me out how cool it is. I, I really appreciate that, man. I hope we can get it down here tomorrow. Not even to film it, just so you could take it for a spin. Cause it's it's a nice car to drive. I think we've, we've extended their plans. They're going to stay over for Saturday, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, We're gonna Josh, make a weekend out of this. Josh is pretty, uh, pretty persuasive with some of the vehicles he's throwing in my yeah. face. Surprise. Like, oh, did you know we had this guy's car? Yeah. That's this car, and you oh, know, yeah. and like, uh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. You guys, fuck, dude. We might be here for another month at this rate. <laughs> Best piece of advice you've ever received. Best piece of advice. So growing up, my best buddy, Darren Medley, Darren's dad, Bill Medley, Righteous Brothers, you never close your eyes, right? Mm. Um, when I was a kid playing music, Bill Bill pulled me aside one time. And he's like, look, it, I can tell you're really serious about this. So he said, when you take your art out into the world, you're going to get opinions. And he said, if you get a variety of opinions, pay attention to none of them. Just keep doing what you're doing. He said, but when you get consistent opinion, you got to pay attention to that. And I take that to heart with everything I do, especially given our channel, you know? I mean, when I get consistent opinion about something, I listen to it. And it's just because no matter what you're seeing, everybody else is seeing X. You should probably listen to that. 
Yeah, sometimes you get your blinders on. Mm-hmm. It's good to step back. No, no, it's really great. It's really yeah. great. Yeah, but everybody's saying it sucks. It might suck. You know, right. like, sorry to be the one to tell you, but it just might suck. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Unless it's just the Buick enthusiast saying that you should have left the <laughs> yeah, Then those guys, you're like, they're all wrong. Yeah. I don't care how many times we hear it. You're still wrong. They are the funniest guys. They're yeah, Buick, they, guy, Buick V6 guys are very passionate. I, I mean, I'll give it to them. That's I'm wondering to them for out staying of, true to their guns. If there's 50 comments that you should have kept a V6, out of those 50, what would you say... How many of those 50 actually own a Buick V6? Running or? I'll bet you. <laughs> or are they just Buick V6 enthusiasts that don't have one that are just yeah, pissed that I, you ruined their dream? I feel right. like 50 of them own a V6. Like they uh, have. Not, no, they like huh. like just have a Buick V6. The <laughs> mode, like, that's not a, in the car yet. Yeah, they've procured it. It was on Facebook Marketplace or something. It was a good deal. And it's. It's in the corner of the garage. Like, there's nothing else. The garage They're going to build a whole car around yeah, it. The garage okay. is nicely finished. There's no tools, no anything, but they're right there in the yeah, corner. I appreciate the passion. I appreciate you saying, you, you you putting out your opinion and stuff. There's just ways to word it in a way of, yeah. hey, you did a good job at that building that car. It's not for me. I'm a huge Buick V6 enthusiast, and you, 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 you didn't do it just, or whatever, but the, the hatred... Oh yeah, of, they get pissed. Like you have oh, ruined, yeah. you have ruined, you have shit in their Cheerios. Oh yeah. Like, not only have you ruined that car, but you have ruined my life. Yes. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm di- like disturbed. I'm you, upset. You realize I quit my job and beat the shit out of my wife because yeah. I saw that you put a, a twin turbo <laughs> Damn LS. LS. God. Yeah, yeah they're they're a funny the crew. Got man. a black eye. Them, I would have to say those guys, Mopar guys are right there just about as crazy. You the know, only thing like, about yeah. the Mopar guys, they don't have the internet that much. So you don't hear, <laughs> you don't hear from them near as much. Yeah, you get letters. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this handwritten letter. <laughs> Dear Roadster Shop. <laughs> uh, to whom it may concern. I think it starts with Ewan's. Y'all. Yes. I think it's y'all. Ewan's done piss me off. <laughs> y'all done fuck that car right up. Yeah. Well, how did that, you know, on that subject, Sorry, you got to have, you, you said you read a lot of the comments. I do. Is, is there a standout? Is there one in there that There's you're There's got to be that, one that still that, sticks that in your son of a bitch, right one that really just, like, dug into you. Well. Is there going to be personal? There, occasionally, people throw a fucking personal attack. Oh, they do. Like, For Jesus. sure. Easy. For Take sure. Take it easy. Nice one of my cut. favorite ones, it's actually about Chris's car, Vicious, is uh, a guy said, I know why you guys did the interior so bright red. So when you smash it into a wall or something like that and die, nobody will be able to see your blood. <laughs> it was something to the that's, effect that's of that. Even, that's a little gory. That, is. that was pretty. That was that one was pretty gnarly. Um, one that one that like I I definitely take personally goes back to the crash video. Is people, I mean, endless amounts of these comments about. Shows what a real asshole you must be that you didn't mention anything about the people you hit. Mm. Well, you're right, because typically you would, you know, if you were in a fender bender, you'd be able to talk to each other. I was knocked the fuck out for a little bit. Then when I woke up and pulled myself out of the car, I was quickly whisked away in an ambulance (laughs) um, asking the guy, because I've never been in an ambulance before. So I'm asking the EMT, I was like, how fucking bad am I? If I'm going off in an ambulance here, I mean, like, is this shit really bad? And 
So I was got to admit, I was a bit more concerned about myself than the person we had hit. And I never got the opportunity to speak to the guy. I'm not a bullshit person. So I could have easily put in the video. Yeah. And the guy we hit was fine. I didn't know how he was other than the guys told me, yeah, he had a small little scratch on his forehead. It was, it was, so that one I kind of took a little personally. Cause it was, it was like, you fucking morons. Do you, are you kidding me? Do you, you know, like hang out with me for a second and you'll figure out, I kind of give a shit about people, you yep. know? So had I had the opportunity? Yeah. And by the way, the way California law works, cause I tried to contact the police department. I tried to contact the insurance company to see if I could get a hold of the fucking guy and say, hey, sorry, I was passenger in the car that rammed you. Um, they don't release any of that information, you know? But yeah, that one definitely, like, that one still hits me pretty good. Fucking people. Isn't it crazy? You know, the, do you know, you guys know who Gary V is, right? You ever see that guy, Gary V? Yeah, yeah. Gary's yeah. like social media yeah. master, right? He's fucking awesome. Great. And I saw him, this one sticks with me. It's another one of those really good advice ones. Somebody asked him in one of his live things, they, they said, how do you deal with all the hatred you get? And he said, well, I look at it like this. If you took the time to just watch my video, then you took even more time to say something shitty. All I can think of is your life must really fucking suck. Yeah. Right? And so I do think that a lot of times I'm like, man, the guy that wants to bash on that he doesn't like the wheel choice the guy made on his car, it's like, bro, Go watch another fucking video. Go like go, go, go cook your mom dinner. Go do something nice for somebody. You know, I mean, wheels are wheels are a sticking point for like sexual orientation. You ever notice that? Because the wrong wheel choice means you're fucking gay. You ever? <laughs> you ever? I love this. <laughs> like, you're, you're fucking gay. I mean, dude, people get the things they say about like it's either like this dude fucks. Or like, yeah, yeah, no, you know that I mean? one's always great. But right? it, it's it's associated with wheels. <laughs> Am I right? You're right. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I do yeah. like that one. That <laughs> comment always cracks yeah. me up. This car fucks. <laughs> this guy fucks. Like, you okay, <laughs> just get Kyle in to run through them yeah. all. It is fun. like you said though the the comments and the to your point about if you've watched this entire video, then you took the time to make. I love watching comments on stuff, whatever hour and 48 minutes lost me oh, what the fuck it's a, it's a two hour and 10 minute long video i mean we fucking got you for a long time right <laughs> shit right at an hour and 40 you were good yeah, yeah. like if they put i the was time all stand. in yeah. until that hour and 48 right. and you started rambling yeah uh, okay uh it, it is it is funny rogan said don't read don't the comments. read the comments don't read the comments That's oh what, really yeah that was yeah. his his advice because josh smart yeah josh brought it up and he's like i think josh said something stupid like he usually does and <laughs> rogan was like yeah, yeah huh what no, i don't read the, you don't read the comments like what's the matter with you you don't read the comments reading reading rogan's comments is what's fucking hilarious not as hilarious as reading like well, there's so garth many brooks's comments but Garth Brooks or Chris Gaines? Garth Which, Brooks. <laughs> have, you never, have you never gone to Garth Brooks's Instagram and read his no. comments? No. Oh, yeah. Cause, so Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer, you know, they started the whole thing that that Garth's a serial killer. Okay. So I could see it. out of 2,000 comments, 19,990 of them are from Segura's fans. 
just saying where are the bodies at <laughs> and it's been going it's been going on for years like I, it's, I never knew that oh it's just constant they're even at concerts holding up the sign like we love you garth and then when the video comes on them, they'll drop the sign and where are the bodies oh so my they, god yeah, they've ruined his career oh yeah i love um, it yeah is there a chris gaines page is there an instagram page for chris gaines <laughs> you want to talk about that's that's borderline as dumb of a mistake as the bud light mistake it could for be. For Garth Brooks to go. I'll tell you what, I love Thunder Chris Rolls. Gaines. I do love Thunder Rolls. That was Garth Brooks, though. Yeah. Chris Gaines didn't do <laughs> Thunder Rolls. Yeah. I, 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 I got to admit, I didn't get that whole moment in his time. With, no. I think most people didn't. He's get bringing that it moment. back. No. Yes, he is. Yeah, Come he is. on. Yeah, there was something. Come something on. Really? Bringing, yeah. When was the see, last? That's one that that goes back to that consistent opinion thing. He should listen. Everybody to said it was bad. It, Consistently, it was. Yes, it, it was. I mean, it was and awful. That, was, that wasn't like years go by and he's trying to reinvent himself, dude. That I was it, in the right. peak, peak of his career. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I would venture yeah. to guess that even like today, the like the My Chemical Romance guys, they're probably wearing Lululemon shirts and like they've like khakis or something. Nobody at that age should be embracing like that emo, emo look. look. No. It just shouldn't, it shouldn't when happen. You, when Even you if you lost your hair, yeah, like it's difficult to get it all back. Like <laughs> to the, that, to yeah, the you're front trying. Like I couldn't get that look together. No, I, just, I have a I'd hard be, enough I'd, time. Like yeah, with it at all. Like but throw it out. And, anyway, last question. So if you were gonna <laughs> yeah. give, if you were gonna give any aspiring YouTube or social media creator specifically in the automotive space, any type of advice, what would you say? Number one, I would say shoot what you love. Don't shoot what you think is going to work because it might or it might not work. And then if it doesn't work, well, you're shooting something you don't like and it's not working and that would fucking suck. Um, I think crucial elements are being do as good as you possibly can and always keep getting better and be consistent. We're, we're like every Tuesday, every Friday, 5 p.m., we put up a video. We don't fucking miss. There's pe- and there's, I mean, you, I'm sure you guys see it, right? At 5.01, comments are already starting to roll in. You're already seeing the view count climb and all that stuff. People are waiting for it. And if you're not there at 5 o'clock, good chance they're going to go find someone else. And they might not be back. I think giving good, consistent content is crucial. And, and good always, obviously, continues to get better, you know I mean? Hell, I look at our first year of videos and we still leave them up there because I want people to see like, yeah, look, we, we, we're we here now, but look where we started. And I'm hoping a couple more years down the road, we're looking at what we're doing now going, what the fuck were we thinking? You know, like it, you should always be getting better, right? You should always be pushing yourself to be better and better. Can they find your band videos on the line too? Fuck yeah. Look up Stone Honey, man. We Stone we, Honey. Stone Honey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had a great we had a great bullshit story about the name Stone Honey. The the truth is we just came up with it. We had a bunch of names on a on a wall and that one stuck. But we wanted to come up with a great story. So we said, you know, we were hanging out with Waylon Jennings one night. He was starting off. Yeah, that's a good fucking start, awesome. Dude. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? And and Waylon heard us play and he said, Man, y'all just rock hard like stone and harmonies are just sweet as honey man and we were like fucking stone honey that's the band Damn. right there man that's the 
Dude, that's best story that I've fucking, fucking heard story, on this right? podcast. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. It's a good cool. story. I, I I never met Willie. Right, but you <laughs> never I happened. can see him saying that. Right? But wouldn't I'm a yeah. huge you Waylon fan. Great. And I, I love Waylon, yeah. man. Yeah, huge. I fucking love Waylon. Massive Waylon fan. I see it right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it happened. I actually no, that's remember, the, yeah, remember seeing that video. Dude, this podcast is going to resurge Stone Honey. Come You're going to have to tour. stop Autotopia and go back on tour. Back on the road. <laughs> Dude. You think seven people are going to prompt that? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, we the, get, the I think we're at eight now. <laughs> on, the, on the YouTube side, you know, as you're giving advice for YouTube content, content and when to release stuff, I got to ask you about the right, this whistling diesel dude, right? So this guy, Josh brings him up, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? This guy's destroying shit. And I, like, like an old man, I'm like, I'm not fucking watching this crap, right? Yeah. I will not watch this. This motherfucker is vandalizing cars he should not be doing that and now they start popping up on my facebook feed and i'm like it's <laughs> 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 kind of funny like oh it's, yeah it's pretty good and, and like like it's like almost like a guilty pleasure i'm oh, not watching yeah. that fucking shit no yeah like, do you think like is that whole fucking like shock and awe like just is, is that where it's at i mean it definitely works it's pro you know it's proven itself to work but uh, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't do it personally. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I, just, I, I couldn't just do not it. You. Not my thing at all, you know. But uh, that guy fucking crushes, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. he releases a video, and it seems like five seconds later, it's got 20 million views on it. I mean, crazy. he's killing it, you know. Yeah. So, And he looks like he's having a great fucking time doing it. So, seems like it. You know, why not? I mean, yeah, not my thing, but, I mean. Yeah, it's just been rolling around in my head just because. You brought it up and we were, I was like, eh. there's some, there's, there's things obviously that just, oh, so, yeah, so, something Paul said a while back, which I agreed is, is, uh, it goes, I think it falls into that YouTube advice thing is people, they find your channel. They like what you do. They expect it to be that. When they show up and it's not that, they, you know, you might piss them off. But if you yeah. give them what they're looking for every time, there's a good chance they keep coming back. It's kind of like, you know, like I, I love In-N-Out Burger. I just think In-N-Out Burger. I mean, I've had burgers all over the place. Personally, every time I get back to L.A., I, one of the first things I do is go to In-N-Out. If I walked into In-N-Out and they said, do you want to try our new chicken nuggets? I, I, I'd just be like, what the fuck are you talking but, about? But wouldn't you just pass on the chicken nuggets and still order the burger? No. <laughs> You're telling no, me you would not go back there anymore? No, I'd be, I'd, I'd, He's I'd, that guy. Yeah. I'm not saying I wouldn't go back there, but I'd be a little bit bummed out because they, really? they've, they've created a thing that I expect, and now if they're fucking with what I hmm. expect, Got it. They're, no longer, they're, they're no longer my guys, you know? It makes sense. It loses its authenticity. I get, right. We've talked about this. I before. think so. I it's, think it. I think it would be them like caving to pressure of like we got to try to keep up with McDonald's yeah, right. or something. To piggyback off of his point, and it, there's this isn't there's no right or wrong answer. I'm a yeah. huge Waylon Jennings fan as well. Yeah, but there's some songs that he's done that aren't for me. But I don't stop listening to Waylon Jennings because 
99% of the songs I like and there's 3% of the songs I don't like. I just don't listen to those songs. Yeah, but what if so, Waylon started rapping because that was cool? I was just going to say. Well, then they'd call it Struggle Jennings. Well, and we don't what listen. If, what if, you know, <laughs> and you're like, well, you got that, dude. It, it, literally. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Touche. I mean, what would you think of, honestly, what would you think of Waylon if he, I, you know what I mean? If he if he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm super be, moved by... 1983 new wave music and I, stopped, it. I don't I'm, like Garth Brooks yep. as much because of Chris Gaines. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It fucks with you a little bit. Yeah. You're like, wait, 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 wait. Yep. I, can, I know you this way. Now right. you're now you know. now it's now it's registering. Yep. Takes a while. Oh, yeah, Point. but it's, I wasn't putting it in the Point completely made. opposite genre. It was just something that I didn't like, but it was if you do something that I super don't like, yeah, it's, it's forced and like fake, and you're trying to jump on a trend. And like you said, everyone goes to you for a certain thing, and now all of a sudden, this is the new popular thing you're trying to jump on. It's, yep, I think you lose it. Yeah, yeah. Last one, we're 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 out. Uh, if you were to give any advice to car builders and or enthusiast owners from from what you've seen as far as cars that are being brought to you. What's a piece of advice that you could tell them right now? Anything that they should be doing different, more of, less of, what do you want to see? I want to see more thought in the engineering element of it. And I mean that from the garage builder to the, to the roadster shop builder, right? Sure. Is, is from the top to the, to the bottom. I want to see more thought in engineering rather than just making something look bitching and and that and and that comes down to also again i'm not mechanical but you can go through a catalog and buy every different part possible because you've heard all these parts doesn't mean they necessarily work right together right yeah and 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 so i i would say like really I just think it's a fucking horribly dangerous thing when you put together a thousand horsepower car and that car or a 300 horsepower car and that car is not built right it's not sound i mean hell you just pointed out one that we shot before the fucking the the uh the elephant charger yep uh dumbo i couldn't think of the name of it you know that's sad to hear that but it's not surprising to me given not my friend david but the guy that built the car for him yep you know it's it's and that's dangerous man you throw that car on the road, it's already got enough power that even if it's built right, it's dangerous. You know, a thousand from, from let's the be factory, honest, the motor that came in is dangerous. Yeah. But let's yeah. be honest. I mean, a thousand horsepower it's car. It's no joke, man. It's yeah. no joke. Right. I mean, it's I know it's become the talking point now. It's yeah. made seven hundred horsepower sound mild. And yeah. seven hundred is not a mild fucking car. You know what I mean? You better be ready for the car. Three ninety at the tires on two sixty fives or two seventy fives is fucking fast a, as shit. Yeah, that's right, it is, well, man. Dude, we realize that like we did uh, George's Mustang, right? Yeah. We put, we started like throwing it back to 15 inch wheels and we wanted this car to look like super vintage. So we put Coker tire re-released -re like a, uh, it's a, a radio, but it looks like the old bias plies, right? Skinny little tire. Yeah. Four 30 horse LS with yeah, a four L 60. Dude. 370, 380 like, at the tire. You've got to drive it, man. That thing will get, if automatic you, yeah if you get after yep. it i mean it's the equivalent of a thousand horsepower yeah with the right tire yeah you know? so yeah yeah technology's come a long way with certain things but yeah you got to know how to put them all together yeah yeah that's my big thing dude i want to see more i want to see more focus on 
shit being engineered. Yeah. I really do. I think it's crucial. There's it a lot is. of fucking dangerous cars going down the road with dangerous people driving them, which is, yep. you know, double double bad. It's a hard one to yep. fix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, another shameless plug. We got we got some shit for you tomorrow. It's coming I've, up, man. Looking big, forward to it, dude. Big thanks again to Sean Davis. Remember, you can keep up with Sean by following on Instagram at Autotopia LA. Thanks for listening to Oil & Whiskey with the Roacher Shop and Ironclad Original. If you like the show, be sure to leave a rating or review. Do you do that at the end of your videos? Be Leave a rating and review? This oh. is wrote down for us, we got to say. Yeah. You know, we, we talked what about this one early on, and I and I I figured if you're here hanging out with me, do what you're you want. either going to like, subscribe, and comment on your own, or you're not, no matter what the fuck I have to say about it. So yeah, uh, right. I let people do their thing. Just don't <laughs> hit the thumbs down button because it, it looks it, well. It looks terrible when there's like when there's one. It's like who the fuck did that? I'm not even gonna read the rest yeah. of it. Thanks again to Sean Davis. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. It's over. Uh, the podcast is over. Yeah.